Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 290, got an amazing Thursday night lined up for you guys, I owe these guys big apologize for having to cancel on them or the other night, but they are here tonight and ready to go, father and son trimming tutorials. Tim and Claire, how you guys doing today? You want to tell us how you guys are doing and where we can find you? Yep. We are doing great. We're surviving the wet. It's been raining for days, except for today. So that was actually kind of nice. Today. Yeah. So staying indoors and doing trimming. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He, father brought a bunch to trim up. What was this? A girl scout cookie? Yeah. Yeah, about three bags of Girl Scout cookies. These are from a friend of ours in Australia. Yeah, that was pretty awesome because it's this different than the the local Girl Scout cookie strain. It it just looks different. We had a we had a big donation from Australia, and uh, yeah, he wanted to see what we could do with the plants, and we. We, our first time was indoors. Yeah, it, was it did indoors. real well. It did really good. It was actually in, in the room here. Uh, we did a bunch of videos through the whole season. And it did really good. Yeah. And then the next outdoor season, we just wanted to try it outdoors. And well, we could send them some pictures or something. We got a couple of nighttime pictures. Yeah. Yeah, it looked really cool. That yeah. thing got huge. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, I think it's pretty cool that uh, you have that you guys are father and son. You know what I mean? It's nice to see uh, cannabis in the family, if you will. Uh, Started out that pretty damn awesome. Cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 When he was like eight years old, he cried to us so easy. Yeah, and then I got busted. Well, just <laughs> things for him. <laughs> Where I'm amazed. Remembered, you know. Yeah. He picks my brains all the time. Have to. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one nice thing about being able to keep it in the family is, you know, yeah. that knowledge that's acquired from one generation to the other. You know, it's it's a, have, a nice wealth of knowledge here. That we have quite a few people there that really. Would, they would appreciate it because they, they're not able to, you know, to have their parent or something with them doing it. So, yeah. And we've had a couple people say that they've they've struck up, you know, relations with their parent because of it. Right. You know, growing. And, we have had a few people say that uh, our channel to them was more uh, inspirational. Yeah. Yeah. Than say a learning channel, like like for most people. Because our channel is an educational channel. Yeah. And, but they just weren't able to, at the time, you know, do this with their parent. Now, they are, now they're able to. So we thought that's pretty awesome. That's super awesome. I'd rather see uh, parents and child sharing a cannabis fucking cigarette or joint yeah, any day than, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I love your shirt. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. 
Yeah, it's been a staple in my around my family for years. You know, some some people don't like to talk about that kind of thing, but you know, it has definitely been a staple. You know, especially at my ex mother in law's house. There, I mean, that was one thing I enjoyed about that family. As soon as you walked in, that was the first thing. It wasn't even hello. It was fired up. <laughs> what you got, man? Fired up. It wasn't even hello or nothing. It'd be like, damn, let me get in the door first. I got some. Okay. <laughs> but on Eagle. Good question. I am smoking on some of uh Bingus around the community. If you watch some of his shows, was nice enough to uh gift me some stuff. He sent me his uh Bingus gas. And uh, he got some of his uh, Bing- Mick Bingus that I'm going to try here in a little bit. And I got some of his uh, Blue Mile he sent for me to try out. So check I'm that stuff out tonight. <laughs> Bacon Bingus. Yeah, that's how we really try to do a critique or learn the pot we're smoking. The first stone you get of the day. You can be stoned. I mean... Not be stoned till one o'clock, but still, the first stone of the day, you can really learn a lot about what you're smoking then. You know, how long it takes you to get high, or how long it takes you to notice you're getting high, you know, how long you're stoned, the whole bit, flavor, everything. So, the last for me, that, that sleep is the fucking closest thing I get for a tolerance break. <laughs> yeah. Well, and at work, I don't have to smoke at work. Or, yeah, I'm pretty proud of him for that. But, and me, I live out in the woods by myself, pretty much. So I get stoned from breakfast on. <laughs> yeah. So. Eat some weed for breakfast. You know, I had no qualms with that. I was talking with uh, in the rabbit hole with a bunch of people the other night. And I kind of said that, you know, that, well, for me, that I'd smoked all day. And then I said that uh, they'd be surprised, you know, how much it gets done, uh, how many things get built. You know what I mean? And he kind of replied, one of the people in the chat there kind of replied, you know, I wouldn't want, you know, the guy building my house to be high or, you know, I wouldn't want my pilot to be high. And I kind of thought to myself, you know, Fuck that. My, if that's what my doctor needs to be steady handed, yeah, yeah. smoke that shit. My carpenter needs that to fucking get up on a wall and fucking drive that nail. Smoke that shit. You know what I mean? I, I have no qualms about that myself. Measurements might be off, but it's still straight. <laughs> oh, no. Measurement will be right as long as you can see. I mean, come on. That's, that's when I build the best. Uh, yeah, I I have to agree. Relaxes your attitude. Yeah, I get you in that zone. You know what I mean? I I, I have no problems with it unless you get lazy and just can't work. That's a whole nother thing. That's I never that's, see that. You see. <laughs> You, know, you smoke this, you find some good hash or something, and pretty quick days disappear. So, days. <laughs> so, no, I'd rather smoke the wheat for 
that you leave the hash. So. So that's one thing I would think that you guys would have a shit ton of. Holy cow. That's funny that, you know, I actually think of uh, scissor hash to be like the caviar of the cannabis, man. That's It's so tasty. It's like that live resin. And it's, you know, that's the best for me, man. I take, as I trim, I wet trim. And as I wet trim, that builds up on the scissors. I keep like a little shot glass right here and a razor blade. It all goes right into the cup. And that's that's my gift, my treat for the, my hard work right there. That's right. And see, we, we squashed that yeah. one when we made hash out of that train wreck. We, we used our hand to squash it and rub it. And then we could peel off just like that thick on our palms, just THC. Roll it like that and have a have a thing about as big as your finger, about that wide. You know, like roll <laughs> hash or something, you know. It was just off our hands instead of the scissors. So, but yeah, it was pretty good doing that. <clears throat> uh, so, do you guys manage to keep a nice supplier of it, or do you guys, is that something you guys are burning up as, it, as you guys can uh, acquire it? Finger scraping. Yeah, we we do, but we tried the last couple of years. We've tried dry trimming, and I don't know. I lied. I'd much rather do wet trimming. That way, you take it off the plant, you trim it, it's done. Instead of taking it off the plant, hanging it up, and waiting nine days and trying to do it again, you know, and then you got to handle it two more times. I think it's a little before more you actually a, get it done. A little more of a process. Yeah. So. Believe me, I've I've done wet trimming for the last forty years, so yeah. and so I'm doing something new as far as the trimming goes. Yeah, oh. I do like a wet trim too. I, yeah, boy, yeah. I'm so glad to hear that because I asked a lot of people on that, seeing how that's what you guys do. You know, that's you know your specialty as far as videos go, anyway. You know, I, I like to hear that. I'm not a fan of dry trimming. It's almost like punishment to me to dry yeah. trim. Yeah. <laughs> the big push on the market is the turpins, you know, because turpins <laughs> give you the smell, your flavor, the look, the green, the whole nine yards. That, that's what turpins are. And if you chop down half a plant and hang it up and stuff, then they, the turpins do drain down to the bottom. But... If you're doing a you know bud and the same and you're hanging the bud back up there, you're still going to have that turpins and that limb go to that bud. And I just never could figure out what the difference was between wet trimming and dry trimming, other than the turpins. Right. So, I mean, it does seem to carry the the smell and the, and the green longer through the year, uh, and keeping it in a dark place too, out of the light, will also help the you know the the photosynthesis to to keep going before it starts to brown out. So, so doing it <laughs> this way, it, it, we found out that it really does make a difference, you know, but that's just the push of the market. For ourselves, no, nah, I'm just as well. Let's get it done. So, <laughs> let's get this shit over with. Yeah, and, and the that cigarette, the scissor hash and stuff, I set pockets home with a ball nearly a little bigger than a golf ball last year. Of scissor hash and stuff. <laughs> he, nice. he'd, he'd lay a knife and he'd slice it thin and put it on a paper and roll that thing up, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, it was funny watching him with that thing. <laughs> so, 
I've actually kind of developed a, a theory on this as of the last few days. Don't ask me fucking why for any, you know, my mind works in like really weird fucking ways and why it was, it's been set on like trimming and shit the last week or so. I have no fucking idea, but this is kind of the, the, the theory I've come up with as far as the wet dry trimming argument goes is, uh, I think, you know, there is a little bit of a difference there. And I think, well, I'll get back to like a, a way I think I could cheat to keep up with the one to the other. But I think in the wet trim, when you wet trimming, you you go back, you're going through and you're chopping off all the extra leaf material on there. And there's nutrients stored in them leaves. And that, you know, basically as that thing's drying out, it's dying out. So it's trying to pull out any moisture and nutrients from anywhere you can get it. So when we're wet trimming, we're going through and we're cutting all that off. So we're basically, we're taking it Short right feet. to the max. We pulled the water out. We fucking took out all its nutrients or as much as we can get it. And then from there on, it's done. You know what I mean? It is definitely sent out different hormones to the plant to fight out. You know what I mean? Even though it's in pieces, them buds are still sending out signals, you know, you know, what to kind of reaction to have, you know, it being terpene production or whatever. But we've robbed, we've robbed everything out of that. So it can only go so far. Now, when it's hang drying and we leave the leaf on, there's an extra source of water and nutrients there. So it takes a little bit more time. It's more like a, an actual curing thing. It's got nutrients and water, so it is actually doing a little bit more photosynthesis, and it has everything it needs to, you know, take it into its final stages, which would be, you know, if you're chopping it, would be like a panic mechanism. So that would be terpene production in my book, and if that's the case, then it's going to need that extra leaf material and nutrients. You know, so I could see it, you know, being producing a higher terpene level. But with that being said, uh, when I dry trim, I I actually I'm cheating another way. I'm using the my my herbs now machine. So I'm actually speeding up the process. And I think by speeding up the process, I've shortened that uh, that time where it's struggling without, you know, dying out on the on the the the. The uh, damn it, <laughs> on the stalk there, on the you know the stem, uh, I, I, it's you know done and over and curing in a matter of you know days versus you know I figured a week that or so. They say they want you know nine to ten days to dry trim. That <laughs> that does actually fit as far as turpin travel or something like that. You know what it takes. It'll take about nine days for it to. Suck everything out that it can out of the branch that it's on, or the you know the, what's hanging. That, that's part of the cure. So having it like sixty-five percent moisture, or moisture in the bud yet, still isn't bad. So you're. I kind of figured that we learned that we're we're shocking it a bit, but not as bad as wet trimming. Wet trimming definitely, if you're taking it down, it's going to shock the plant. So take the whole plant down and. Uh, wet trimming or dry trimming, it just takes, like I said, that extra time. You got to readjust your schedule to, and your and your de- uh, 
dehumidifier or dehydrator or whatever you're using on your plant to take the air out and stuff, keep it at a certain percentage and then trim it there. So, and then it'll go ahead and just make sure that the last couple inches is, is still kind of moist and bendable. And then you can take it off the sticks. We have found that the, it does add smell and things like that and flavor. It, we didn't think it improved the high any, right? You know, and I think that's just what the plant, you know, the plant's gonna give you that high no matter if it's this way and really looking sweet or if it looks like ditch weed. You know, still ditch weed around here can get you pretty stoned sometimes. It's not like back in the Midwest there <laughs> some where road weed gives you a headache. So. Um, <laughs> road. Yeah. Okay. And then trimming for ourselves and stuff is we I figure less than half of what people do for the for the market. I, I'm I'm we're gonna try to get it into the ours into the dispensary when we can you know can. But at the time I didn't have a uh, an email address to be able to do that and now I find out it's getting kind of hard to do it. So um, I was looking up some yeah. some uh, uh, like laws, how to do it. laws and kind of like how to how to go about starting uh, an account, getting your your smoke into a dispensary, and uh, one of them was uh, yeah you had to had to be able to have lab tests. On, on your on your smoke and everything, and well, that that's one of the, that's one of the things that we do have. Yeah, yeah, for, we got a couple of them for our numb candy. You know, we were able to have our numb candy tested, and uh, we have the test sheet, and it shows yeah from like exactly 2015 what, exactly what's in it and how much, and what it's good for. I, I did find the the one that we had done uh, last year, I think. Um, but that's harder to read. It's totally different. I yeah. give you. The first one we got was like two pages and a card to tell you how to de decipher the what's in it on a graph, you know, a color graph. And this one here, the new one is 13 pages of, <laughs> I don't know what, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff that ain't supposed to be in that plant, they say. <laughs> yeah, the, the first one's so easy. You look at your, like a score sheet. Yeah. And then you come over to the graph card and you line it up with what you have on your score sheet. Tells you what it's good for. Yeah, super but, simple, easy. Yeah, we, we discovered doing that. I mean, gnome candy was was really awesome for my our, my brother Dear Clay. He has cancer himself, a plutonium poisoning thing, and he about falls out of his chair sometimes. You know, kind of go like this as he's starting to titter. You know, <laughs> but when he starts doing that, I know I did my job. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's up there. So. Yeah. Have you found it that the testing to be pretty accurate? I mean, as far as analysis of what it's good for so far? Yeah, yeah it's just the, the test back in 2015 were easier for your Joe Blow to read. And now it takes a scientist. So. <laughs> Let's see here. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. So this is test for our gnome candy <clears throat> that shows exactly 
What's in the THC? Exactly what's in what's in bud. Got CBN 0.08, CBG 0.14, and then so 0.14 CBG come up here on this graph, and CBG it's good to reduces inflammation, come down, inhibits cancer growth, and it's antibacterial. Yeah, and each, each one of them, yeah, it's uh, really simple and easy to read. CBN. Um, what does it say? Well, THC is what, 19%? Yeah, yeah, this was... Uh, and we've discovered that... Yeah. But the plant will vary only by about 1% at the most on a strain every year. Sometimes it'll go up, sometimes it'll go down. So, But it, um, this graph was super easy to read, super easy to understand. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see. CBDA. Yeah, my brother, he really liked this stuff when we got it together because it's made him zoom. Suppresses muscle spasms. A sleep aid, <laughs> but hell yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been working on this for almost 10 years now, so most of it when we're kind of like <laughs> shady, <laughs> long, long days in the garden, <laughs> yeah. And something else we found out about you know, hashing a plant when you hash one, um, we we kept getting allergic reactions to train wreck. I mean, it's a good stone and stuff, but it made us goobery, it made our ice water, you know, that sort of thing. And so my brother and I, we hashed this thing down and stuff like that, this whole plant and smoking the hash. We didn't get, st uh, we didn't get reacted like that. No, no goobery breathing, no watery eyes, anything. And so that's kind of when we found out that whatever it is that was triggering our allergies is in the fiber of the plant so that was just some something we discovered when we were you know just hashing it was all and i thought that was pretty pretty awesome so if you if you, in, anybody has a plant that you know they're smoking that makes them congested or hard to breathe or you know whatever if you like it try hashing it out and see if, if that'll you know help you not get the reaction so Make make it a different way. Yeah. yeah. Well, just take the button and half it and get rid of the fiber. Right. So yeah. This I some strains definitely hit me like that, man. Where I, it's it has to be the plant matter because it's like when I'm working with them, when I de leaf them, you huh? know what I mean. I get in there and do work, a little bit of working with the plant. I look and I'm like hived up. You know what I mean. Just certain strains, just certain strains, not every strain, just certain little girls like that. And I've gone through a lot of different strains trying to come up with what worked for him, you know, and really it, it took us almost four years of trying four or five different strains a year. Now we got the our gnome candy and we do mostly gnome candy and, and a few extras here and there, so, which is pretty nice. A little extras, the Girl Scout cookie, you know, the Platinum Ghost, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Maybe a couple yeah. experiments here and there. Yeah. So, yeah, the Agent Orange, yeah, it, it turned out really well. I like it. Just long, sticky, really right. sticky branches. And, yeah. 
that was wild though. The the difference between your Agent Orange plant and then the Agent Orange plant I have here. Mm-hmm. Way different. Same cut? Yeah. Same seeds, Doctor. Just little different mm-hmm. conditions, different farmer. I mean, if all plants do vary. They're not all exact the same by the farmer, so. Grandma, you say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you don't grow corn like I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. The stone is, is the high is pretty much the same. The THC level is, is pretty much the same from farmer to farmer, that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but they, everybody, without knowing or just by their own doing, you know, they incorporate, you know, their little their little niche in the plant. So I used to have you guys. A, is methods the same? Same yeah. inputs, same soil, all that. Mostly he's learning. He's getting better at it, but I still have to pick his brains to make sure he gets things done on time. And he doesn't have to do them all the time. Like now, these are just beds growing, so this, the formula is pretty basic. You know, super thrive occasionally. Um, the our Jack's uh, 20-20-20 is a good balance. It's an organic thing. It, you can water with it every day. Um, We're just starting out, so yeah. it's like half a tablespoon per gallon of water yeah. and I got a big water tank up here and yeah. I mix like 12 gallons at a time so um, we'll grow we'll grow these to get to where they're they'll get big like this to where they're just coming out over the pot and then we'll decide whether what branches we'll keep um, we'll go ahead and cut them back that way it'll give you clones female clones for the next start uh, the next cycle and then that's when we'll add the, the bone meal and the lime and back guano and the worm castings and stuff like that. And then do that every 10 days until you're up to the last two weeks or so. Yeah, actually uh, the, the last month, because you want to go from the, from the 2020 to the blossom booth or the 103020. And then the last three weeks or so, you want to go to the 55018. Finish. Yeah. Yeah. So. It, and just being regular, yeah, it does really help. So, and you get there, you will. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, definitely love growing this plant. That's for sure. And uh, so, I guess let's let's get a little bit of backstory here. Let's. Uh, so, when was each of you guys's? Uh, I guess we'll start with the father, of course. We'll go back as far as we can. When was your first time with the plant? What was your first experience? I mean, first time getting stoned, you mean? Or, or growing? Yes, sir. Both. Well, okay. take us up to both. <laughs> take us to both. Uh, I was like 15, and uh, my friend Greg and, and Pat were with us, and we were got really baked and we decided we we're going to start this band so we go out to the out to the speedway out you know a couple miles away and and we stole some color lights so we can have a light show and stuff and we're running from this place after we got these lights these things are huge we're running through the desert and stuff out to where the car was and all of a sudden all three of us are just flying through the air bam we hit the other side of the arroyo big wash we didn't even see it in the dark that's the first time getting stoned we, we ended up taking the lights back and just 
sitting there laughing because we couldn't do anything else. You know, just in the desert in the middle of the dark. <laughs> yeah. We never did do the band. <laughs> uh, I tried drawing. I mean, just out of high school, some graduated uh, seventy three. So how come it didn't take off to the band there? I mean, it sounded like a fun first start. I mean, oh, yeah, it was. what? Well, Greg and Pat, they moved out of town somewhere, and I still stayed here over there. And, yeah, so we, we haven't even seen them since, like, 70. You know, so, God dang it. Yeah, well, no, that was, like, 60, 1967 or Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I wasn't even thought of that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then then getting stoned. I, I didn't get I just didn't get stoned all week and I saved it for the weekend, kinda of like drinking and so <coughs> that wasn't bad. My first drawing was out in the woods. But that a gorilla grow and two or three of those didn't work out very well, but a couple of them worked out pretty good. So yeah. Somewhere we got pictures of me and your uncle out in the woods and a friend took a picture and there was a roll pot here in front of us and one behind us and you could see this much of us with our garden hats on just our eyeballs and the picture is we're looking at the camera and you can see this like 200 yard bed down through the valley we had like five of them in a row <laughs> yeah that worked out pretty good super huge yeah yeah um, yeah, we had to chase off a lot of deer. They liked them tender things, boy. They did. <laughs> I don't remember a cool story like that my first time, but I think I was like, what, 13? Yeah, 13, I was, 14. I think I was like 13 when I, when I first asked my father if I could smoke some pot with him. Try getting stoned, yeah. <laughs> he showed me how to make a make a pipe out of a, of a soda can. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was the coolest shit. <laughs> I smoked out of the so table. that that is a to be honest with you that I think that is a, a cool and a, a unique first time it's actually the first out of all, this 290 episodes <laughs> I've heard a few stories I think it's fair enough to say I've heard a few stories anyway <laughs> but that's the first one that I've actually heard of where like uh, the the person telling the story has actually, you know, asked their parent, you know what I mean? I, I'm trying to flip that around in my head, you know, as being I, a I parent to, and, you know. Want to try something? Let me know. <laughs> yeah. I was going to down and got wasted on the Illinois River all weekend. Driving out of the canyon, he's we're going on the floor with the drawers like this as bounce line goes, Dad, it ain't nothing like what they say. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good yeah. experience. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, you know. I grew up with my parents kind of like that, that, you know, they, they at least threw it out there, though I never really took them up on it, you know what I mean? And I'd rather see some. If it might, if I'm trying to flip that around in my head because I've always been open-minded about you know cannabis, you know, around my children, you know, because yeah. 
it was around when I was young, but it wasn't in the forefront. But I wasn't dumb. The trade was like always around. You know what I mean? We were asked to leave the room. The room smelled different when we came back. Attitudes were different. We're not that stupid. Yeah, bottles are blown. So, with that being said I when I my kids were growing up I was like I, I wasn't stupid and I don't think my kids are stupid either oh, so no, I'd they're... rather you know explain it you yeah. know what I mean yep and you know, it sometimes be a better approach yeah even if even if they ask a question and they don't and you can tell them the answer and they don't understand it, they know the answer. So later they can make the connection. So yeah, being straight up with your kids is way better than telling them what the government wants you to, you know, and then keep it in the closet type thing. Nah. So. <laughs> I've never really, you know, even when it was illegal, I never viewed it as that bad of a thing. You know what oh, I mean? I no, I, it's like I said, I grew for, right before he was born this stuff, I grew for probably 15 years out in, just out in the woods. So, and that was the only way to really make ends meet for a while. But doing it with the professor, you know, he teach me to grow indoors and stuff. And yeah, it was pretty cool, you know. And then he just jumped up on the deck one day and I'm down there and he started turning plants, you know, in pot. Because I turn them every day, you know. I look at fun. Yeah. But he was small enough, you know, just to all he could get up there on the deck, walk around, you know, I got the light up and all that. And I could go get up there, grab the plants in the back for him, you know, slide them up. Fertilize them, yeah, put them back in. It was, you know. Yeah, he should be. I mean, he, hell, he helped me in the flower beds when I was working for people in the yard. So <laughs> it was a natural thing. So. After a while, you know, he just started showing me how to how to trim up the plants and what to take off, you know, and what to leave. And pretty soon I had it down. Yeah, blew that lady in CSD away, I'll tell you. That Hershey lady, man, she made too much money. Yeah, she told me I was an antisocial person raising an antisocial kid, and I didn't deserve to have one. Antisocial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, we got out of there. <laughs> And things have been going a lot better. I think, I think it's awesome that, uh, you, you know, it should be shared. You know what I mean? It's no, de- you're teaching them how to survive, no different than teaching them how to fish. I mean, yeah. basically, it's a plan, is a plan, is a blend. You know, he can, took whatever you were teaching him there and applied it to a garden, a fruit, or whatever. You know, it's to it's mean to survive, you know, without. You know, calling it one thing or another, it's a fucking plan. It it's a plan. <laughs> you know? when, I was, when I was young, you know, when I, you know, 10, 12 years old and stuff, clear up through high school, I mean, during the summer, we had to, we had, each one of us had to spend three hours a weekend, you know, out there in the garden with grandma. And there was eight of us. So, I mean, she had quite a crew going. But I hated gardening. I, I didn't want to be there at all, but it pays off. Because <laughs> it's just based upon common sense, you know. Give it what it likes, you know. If you don't, it kind of tells you so, and back off a little bit, and some, you know, give it a good formula, and it'll love you forever. So your corn the same way. Call rabbi everything. <laughs> so 
Yeah, she'd sit out there and walk around in her <laughs> in her bare feet up and down the irrigation irrigation runs between the, the rows and stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So how was the how was uh, the adaption from going indoors, going outdoors to indoors for you? How tough was that? Yeah, that was really. It didn't take me hardly any time at all. It kind of freaked the guy out that was showing because I picked right up on it. But indoors, you're you basically God. You can do what you want, you know. And and this is kind of the way he explained it to me. You know, I mean, because he saw you got gardening and stuff the way I did, and the fertilizers, the the, the dried stuff that we use. Um, he wasn't really into a lot of other liquid stuff, so. But he liked the old-fashioned, you know, amendments to go in there, back guano, all of that. And um, doing it in the garden, you know, the same, like I said, the, a plant's a plant, so. You guys always been in soil over there? Okay. Soil. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the professor, he also said that, because I had asked him about it, and he showed me one when we were uh, a, a, a hydroponic cycle, and uh, it was just something you could bring in out of the truck, set it up in, in 20 minutes, plug it in, and it would run. But a couple times over there, you know, electricity goes out, and you still got to go out there and make sure the, the wet, you know, the, they're getting wet every couple hours, the roots are and stuff. So, but that, he was saying that there's something in dirt that they can't put in liquid you know anything you put in your your liquids for hydroponics and stuff there's something in dirt that they can't do it and, and the plant is what really digs on that part yeah. so yeah I, li- I like i i like dirt i do love soil not much for hydroponics or i mean uh, they're there some people are pretty good at and stuff um but yeah i use <coughs> the old-fashioned thing so i could do when I got my system going and got it down good and stuff, I was turning out one system of Gumby every nine weeks. So, and that wasn't too bad. That was pretty quick for back in 1983. Yeah, I'm basically just showing them. We, this all started because we were sending my cousin some information. <laughs> yeah, he, he did, was wanting to grow and he didn't know how. So he called and I said, okay, well, I was... I sent him a message and stuff like that. And he's, he says, Dad, look. But three days later, there's like 400 views. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I about fell over. What? Somebody's reading my mail. <laughs> so, our, yeah, our only uh, easiest way of communication with our best to get our information to him was to make some YouTube videos and <laughs> yeah. post them and everything <laughs> on our channel. And then. Uh, we started doing that for quite a while. Yeah. Maybe a few months. Yeah. Well, he's doing both now. He's <laughs> renovating a, his house right now. So he kind of slowed the the closet thing down a little bit. But he's getting better at it, too. So and we sent him some good lights and told him to get rid of that big ass fluorescent thing. I mean, he's got a 6 2 fluorescent thing he's been using. And it does. Yeah. yeah. So we sent him a couple 600 watt. You know, lights like this, it'll fill up that force, that closet of his really nice, and it'll use a third the electricity. Right. So I, I hope it'll help him out on his bill considerably. So. 
and just like uh, we bought that other Mars Hydro light uh, for <clears throat> Uncle Clay. And oh yeah, yeah, we, that's right. We, we shipped that up to him up in Alaska. Yeah, and there's several people up there that are doing it on <coughs> generators, you know, because they're out past the grid. So yeah, those 600s, uh, run those off the generator, and they won't. <laughs> yeah, they what 200 and 280, 280 or 284 watts for a 600 watt. It went, uh, got the high pressure sodium uh, spectrum, you know, the orange look. Um, that's something else that some people really, I mean, you got to have a plant that works well with the, the more purple type ultraviolets. Um, but most plants do well with the orange, like the, you know, the high pressure sodium, because that's basically what happens in the fall when you're outside, when it's got that orange cap, that's exactly what it's doing. So your plants see that. And they react to that better. I mean, sure, there's purple and stuff in there, but most plants kind of go slow, really slow under the darker <coughs> spectrum for some reason. You, you get ones like these or something, a nice orange and yellow one, and they'll, they'll take off and grow a couple inches a day, even in, in a room. Yeah. You get a couple inches a day. Yeah, these, what we call it. You mentioned a good point about them lights is uh, fucking being able to run them off a generator. You know, yeah. I'm in the middle of the woods. I probably lose power three, three, four times a year. Easy. Sometimes for four or five days. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> if I'm these lights back here, these thowies, man, if I have to fire them up on a generator, I usually have to, for one, dial them back to their lowest setting and even at that I'm kind of like fucking biting my nails because that shit's terrible terrible on electronic ballast man but now LEDs shit you can run some tents off fucking a generator the LED side man I don't even sweat that shit man I'm like yeah that shit's fine longer now than they did you know six or eight maybe even ten years ago some friends had Lights like this. I mean, about every other one burned out at first, you know, within the first couple of years. But these Mars Hydros that we use and, and the spider farms and stuff that I use over my house, we love them. They're great. But we, we haven't really hooked up anything for money from them either. We're just doing the experiment thing. So, you know, I think that kind of keeps us out of arm's reach a little bit. <laughs> We're not really being sponsored by them. Or anybody, really. We are, but we're not. <laughs> well, they want to see how right. things will for their products, so that's what we do, show them. Send them a video or two, and then, yeah, they get pretty awesome. Nothing wrong with that, you know what I mean? You know, and then I, I did it. I actually took a light, well, from Bloom Plus and uh, Mars at the beginning of this. But uh, I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I cheated a little bit on all that. I was like, I, well, in my opinion, because, well, because of the show aspect of it, I didn't want to come, come off as being like sponsored or selling the light. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I told them, what I told them is I'll fucking take it. I'll put them both. They didn't know this at the time. But I was like negotiating with both. At the same time, and they fucking showed up 
at the same time. And when it like came time for the video, I was like, bang, I'm putting them both against each other side by side. <laughs> so when I, when I did do a video, I was doing an update for both of them at the same time. It wasn't even <laughs> right. It wasn't even two different videos. It was like bang, bang, one bird, two birds, one stone and shit. This one's here. <laughs> so I was like, so avoid like the other part of it. I was like, I'll let's let the plants go in the background and people can, you know, make up their own mind, you know, how what they're doing and shit. And that's what I did. I never said nothing about them. I just let the plants go. Whenever somebody asked, I kind of would let people look. But other than that, I never said anything about it. So <laughs> It worked out all right. Yeah. It worked out all right. Yeah, no, we've been able to try out some pretty bits and lights and stuff and other equipment. So Trim Daddy just sent us something, and we're, we've used the first one they sent us, we used about two hours in it, shorted it <laughs> out. I mean, right up where he plugs the top of the handle, it's starting flashing purple, you know. And uh, took a shit. <laughs> and then I get frustrated, and I sit it down on the on the deck, and there's the cords right there, and goes click. It's still yeah, running. Yeah. It's <laughs> vibrating across the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but they sent us another one, and, and it it does pretty good. But no matter no matter what you got, I mean, it's like a miniature set of hedge clippers. But Basically you're still going to have to handle it to clean trim it, to fine tune your bud. You know, if you're going to do that. Um, Stuff like this, you know, it, it'll work pretty good. You can just take out a few of the big leaves here and then just give them a haircut, basically. But something that's a lot more shaggy with a lot more leaf, that's going to be quite a bit of work with that trim daddy. So, oh, you couldn't yeah. use that trim daddy wet, though, right? I've kind of yeah, seen one at one of the... Yeah, you can, but... It, it gums uh, it up quick, like your scissors. It'll get gummed up really fast. So. You can fix that just by having a, a rag or something with vegetable oil or something on it to wipe the, 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 the blades with and wipe them off. They come right off. Or you can scrape them. Yeah. 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 We're pretty good. So. We, we still figured that no matter what, you're going to end up having to fine trim by hand the flowers. So we, we found that the best process to have. have Somebody yeah. in front picking off all of the water leaves and hand it to the person So what's been one of your favorite products so far? We haven't got a break from on fertilizer now. <laughs> I've been using them for 40 years. <laughs> yeah, we've been trying to get a hold of uh, Jack's professional and seeing, seeing if they can maybe come up with something for us. Um, other than the lights, you know, the Spider Farm and the Mars Hydros are both really good lights. Yeah, we got the... They're adjustable and everything. Mars Hydro SP3000. and That's a really nice light. Well, it uses, what, 300 and, <clears throat> 340 watts? I think so. Yeah. It'll say where we're on your paper there, but yeah, the, these newer lights, yeah, you got to read the watts, not just the lumens, because it's uh, 300, 300 watts. Okay, because I've always, you know, when I was growing and stuff indoors, <laughs> I was ca calculating how many lumens per plant my 
plants would get. You know, uh, your plants will bud barely, eraser-sized buds, if you're putting out maybe 100 watts or 100 lumens for your grow light, for your area. The plants need a minimum of a 100 watts or 100 lumens each to bud and bud well. And so you got 15 plants, you should have, you know, 2,000 watts or something. So, um, but these new lights are like, they're not the thousand watts. <laughs> I mean, I got a thousand watt lights standing up on the wall because <laughs> these things are just so much easier now and they're more dependable. And yeah, they're like one third the electricity. Uh, yeah. This this one Mars Hydro right above me, I think we've had maybe three si three cycles. Yeah, now. This this will be a third one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. What kind of what kind of uh scissors you guys prefer? Spring loaded? You guys you prefer the chickamasas? Yeah. Took a minute to get used Straight to blade, curved blade. I like the Fiskers. I mean, these um, hydro um, hydro brand—they're they're good. Yeah, um, I, the spring—it kind of works backwards for normal scissors. So once you get past that, you're, you're okay with this scissors. But I like the the Fiskers because they—that little curve right there just fits right there so easy. You can just work with your hand with minimum effort. Now, springs, these are generally get, we can get them for replacement, I mean, at where we get our growth things, uh, our growth supplies. But these, they don't. So you go you go to your local uh, diamond or some hardware place, you go back in your compression spring area, and you can, like, I think this one, in at diamond up here in the compression spring area is number 134 or 135 for the for this spring to that to fit this thing and compression springs last a lot longer than these springs do i'll tell you they're actually made of steel yeah <laughs> was it yeah so that was just one way we because at the grow site or at the grow shop you can buy these you can buy springs are 75 cents a piece but these things here, you, you get several of them and you get broke springs and pretty quick you got five pair with no springs. So, no, go to the compression spring area at your home builder's place. A lot of people not trimming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember that, that one, that one was the last year that we, we just had a whole bunch of pair just go out. Oh, and yeah. yeah. We just had, nobody could trim. <laughs> yeah. And then, who, God, who was it that said, just go with the diamond? So that when I went and tried to sure shit. Took a couple hours of looking, but found one. So and that bought all they had <laughs> for like for like fifteen cents a piece. So. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys use like a trim bin or anything like that? Do you guys uh, try to catch any of the heads, uh utilize that? Oh yeah, we got a barrel trimmer. Yeah, that barrel. The barrel trimmer it works pretty well. I think yeah. yeah. Um you got a you got to really stand there and watch it because I.
got lost loose and you got signal. You know, waste away. I mean, just right down through the grate. Something that's a little harder, a small piece like that, will be about half that size when then just after a minute or two. So, <laughs> you really got to watch it. Yeah. I ain't can you stand there while that thing's running. It's just all that smell is just coming up, man. It's good. <laughs> that, that blade, that blade's going around. It's just like a fan. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to. Uh, we got the the barrel trimmer to actually to take it somewhere and be able to you know have, help someone else do it and pay it to do you know for the use of the barrel and stuff while they do their stuff and they always got too busy and I couldn't do it because <laughs> I'm doing my own here <laughs> so but it really does I mean nice solid buds and stuff like that yeah barrel trimmer or yeah uh, even even there's a couple like Tom's got the that hand trim one hand crank it works pretty good yeah. it does really nice on those buds it's just some plastic tupperware looking thing about this big around about that deep it just does a, a really good a nice clean trim job for a hand crank thing Great. yeah <clears throat> other than that i just by hook or crook i try to get pockets over here from, <laughs> from across the mountain over there and he comes over here to get away from all the drama. <laughs> For a long time, we, we had him fooled about because they were thinking I was bringing him over here to slave him out for the week or month or however long he stayed. <laughs> he goes, no, I'm over here relaxing. What are you talking about? I ain't here for work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, just, I won't see him without. Yeah. So, and he likes that. He was a one of the guys I tried to grow with a couple times out in the woods, like, yeah, five maybe. Pockets went up behind Rogue River. And we had, uh, we, we had 150 beds we could put 200 plants in. And we had them in and everything. And then some logger dude uh, saw tracks or something going up this one road that didn't have tracks on before. So he called the cops. So, yeah, we got in trouble with that one. <laughs> yeah. We had to, there was a spring around the outside of the ridge from where we were at. And so I, I had a, a little super at the time. I had that thing packed with like, <laughs> with like half in, no, three quarter inch line. I mean, like 500 yards of it or something. And we, Go up the, around the, the to the spring over there and find a good spot. And we dig a hole. We remove all the big rocks first and took a picture to make sure where they were. Dug a hole and then put a bucket in it, you know, with with screen in it, and run the hose down it and put everything back over all the rocks and everything back over it and run it down around that clear over to the garden, about 450 yards. And by the time it got down there, man, George, that thing. Uh, one inch or a half inch line of water was shoot 200 feet down the hill. <laughs> the water pressure was pretty good. So. Good pressure. Yeah. But that's what we had to do to get water up there. Yeah. Dang logger. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah. So what's been your favorite strain to grow up till uh, current? Up until for a long time, I Gumby was what I learned on from the professor when I was growing in first indoors. Absolutely. It was, it was lawyer weed. And it was, even then 
Gumby was tested at about 27% back then. And yeah, we did that for 12 years. And there've been several others that have been good. The gnome candy is a nice one that we've come up with over the last 10. Um, you know, before that, probably one of our favorites. Yeah. Um, but here recently, we've tried quite a few, uh, some real nice ones. <laughs> uh, I would have to say, that, I don't know, that Acapulco Gold is yeah, that, it's kick ass. It does. Baggies your eyes seriously. <laughs> planted like, uh, I planted what? Uh, 10 or 11. 11 Acapulco Gold seeds. And uh, 10 of them were female. Oh, no, yes. one there. We grew the plants to like maybe a foot tall. Yeah. And then we topped them and we selected four, selected limbs, four limbs on every plant. We did everything the same, uh, same trimming and everything on every single plant. Yeah. That way it was sort of symmetrical and it grew the same and everything. And we basically mainlined them and ended up with 40 big colos. Yeah, about that big around, about that long. Well, maybe that long. Yeah. But yeah, no, they're pretty good. Just and being able to find a good plant that grows quickly indoors, another good idea. Right. If you can make it, yeah. But plants do like regularity, indoors or outdoors. You pick them ever so often, every other day or something, and they'll, be able, they'll know. I think, uh, didn't Uncle Clay mention something about uh, maybe possibly trying to cross our gnome candy to the Ruderalis? Yeah, he was something trying. He said something about that. So, we'll either he'll do it up there or we'll can do it this summer, you know, in the garden. Another experiment. Yeah. We could do it and you want to make, make a gnome candy autoflower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. this point we want um, we're going to notify people when that we're going to start our starts for the coming season. Um, we're going to start you know in indoors. Uh, we want people to be able to do it then if they want to, or be able to watch the video and do it when they get home, that sort of thing. But they'll be basically just real time. Um, we're going to try to do a whole season with you know two or three plants in the garden starting from the, the plants that we raise and grow until we either decide to clone them or just well, you have to section them if you're going to clone them so, yeah. so uh, that way turning from cloning uh, from veg to flower and back to veg is pretty stressful on a plant so that that you may have some weaker strains or something that hermorphodite so and if it hermorphodites don't use it I mean, unless you, I mean, it's not bad smoke, just they're unclean seeds. So, um, okay, now where am I going here? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Trying to, um, everything, like I said, regular on, uh, even the lighting when you cut back. Uh, when you kind of decide to cut back, you know, so you can have clones for next cycle, you turn the lights down. Uh, uh, the shock of cutting them back is, is shock enough, but you, you know, the grafting tar helps. Um, 
So you turn the lights down and you give them a first shot of their fertilizers all that one night. So that big shock will be over in basically three days if you do it all at once, because it's still shocked. And then doing it three times, it's going to shock it three times. So that's part of the regularity of doing it. And then at that point, you know, when you cut your lights down to 12 hours, you give them the, the, the lime, the guano, the bone meal, the worm castings. Not, the worm castings, you can give them anytime. Yeah. yeah. But the bone meal stuff is it, best. It just works better to keep it when they're flowering. So, yeah. And then you basically count, let's see, 60 days is what's been working out. No, 80 days was 80 for the last days. one, huh? Yeah. And we could probably even go a little longer. Yeah. So, but still, if you get a, a quick budding flower or something like that, some of them will bud in six weeks. So, yeah, indoor men, you do get a God complex. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing this, these yeah. indoor things, we're just trying to be showing people that you can make it do things. You can encourage it to step it up a little bit if you take you know, a little bit off here and there. It, it, it doesn't shock them because it's a regular thing you're doing. It just kind of like scratching their back for them, I think. But it does help them, you know, force the next set of leaves or something like the secondary or third stage leaves to come out sooner. So, like especially using the uh, CO2. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got CO2 in here now. And so we can... Uh, I have it set to go up uh, three times during the, the 18 hours that you know, the lights are on and it just fills the room and then we got a really good look at what the CO2 can really do. Was it the, was it the platinum dosi? Yeah. yeah, we, had, yeah dosi we had a run of platinum dosi in here and man, it was just, really pushing them track on yeah yeah the co2 it really just that was one of the biggest things when up. i got my room going and stuff was that was a i could i noticed that i could just sit there practice cdc go you know after a few minutes or you know half an hour staring at it. so, so it's been actually been pretty tranquil you know i mean having your your space you know i mean i find myself Spending an hour in there, two hours sometimes, just doing this, getting stoned, watching the plants, watching the grass grow. <laughs> so, you can watch the grass grow. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> you can out in the woods, yeah. Well, that's or if you can really. That's for me. That I like to do that just to unwind. Just come in here, fucking. Yeah. Check them out, burn one, fucking just look everything over, like almost like a security check. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like you'd go around the property and shit. I come around the room, fucking checking them out. Yeah. Outdoor season, yeah. yeah. Think yeah. good here. Take a walk and Gardening so much when it's so cool now. <laughs> Why wasn't it? Well, cool you were just, I was just a kid and wanted to go somewhere and do something. You know, I didn't want to do this. But, uh, <coughs> it's just pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to roll one up myself. And since he's in chat here, Vingus, I'm going to smoke some of your... I'm going to I'm gonna go for the Blue Mile. That's what I'm going for, Vingus. I'm going to smoke out to, some of your... Yeah, Modern was asking if you would chat. Now, you can if you're on a computer... You can either uh, bring it up in a, like a side-by-side window, or you can just bring it up on a phone. Uh, you can go to the channel and, you know, just bring up the video and chat like that. That's how I used to do it. Just kind of pause the video and the chat will keep rolling or uh, either or turn it down. Mm, smells good, Vegas. Smells good. Uh, that's, uh, this is the platinum dosi. This is Elvis platinum dosi. Yeah. <clears throat> Why doesn't it? They need to make a camera just for fucking cannabis. Like an autofocus. Just bam. Oh, it's, really nice. it's all hairy. Why is it, <laughs> it got to be all difficult? Thank you, you, Bengus. Can't wait to smoke this. See if we can get a good look at our pizza head. Cheers. Yeah. Platinum Dosi. Down south. Isn't that what you said? Looks like it's got a little hints of purple in there from where I can see. We didn't know anything about the plant, how it grew, you know, Christmas tree or a bush, or, you know, a lollipop looking thing. So we just let it go. And it's one that you should, you need to keep up on when you're trimming. <laughs> yeah, it Definitely. looks like a bristle brush. I mean, there is. <laughs> yeah. There can be way too much smaller stuff. Yeah. So, you know, next year, you know, we'll put one in the garden. We'll, we'll know better what to, how to do it, how to work it. So just watching it grow that once, you know, last year wasn't bad at all. I mean, just trying to keep the leaves out when they start to die off. But, yeah, we didn't train it or cut it back or anything. So it did pretty good. So. Nice. <laughs> That's good. That's good. How's the high on there? Oh, the, very, very nice. Good. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Good sweet flavor. Three hours. Yeah, good. I, yeah. yeah, good three hours. Yeah. So, do you uh, ever trim for other folks, or you guys just trim for yourselves? No, just ourselves. Um, we have been asked, and yeah, because no uh, somebody thought that we were a. Uh, Come on, focus. A, a trimming company. A trimming service. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> hey, am I stoned or are we fuzzy? <laughs> guys are fuzzy. Come on, camera. Yeah. Maybe give her a wipe. First little wipe. Fucking, uh, I can see that, though. I think that'd be funny. I mean, here in Michigan, we've got uh, a service called uh, I think lovely ladies who trim, but uh, 
there should be it should go the other way, shouldn't it? There's got to be some lo- some uh, gar- lady gardeners out there that want to show see a fucking bunch of guys show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have several people that ladies that follow us or stuff, and first or second year doers, and they surprised themselves last year, and I, I just thought it was totally wicked. You know, one of the girls even won one of the contests. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that just that did that just made the day. <laughs> Sorry about that. Come on, webcam. <laughs> Things refusing to fucking. It is. Doesn't want to. Doesn't want to. Let's close one eye. You got help. <laughs> you try, yeah, wiping the camera real quick. The lens. I don't think it's uh, there's nothing on my lens. There you go, whatever you did. <coughs> <laughs> there we go. We're talking about building a little, um, oh, yeah, right, right here in the middle, yeah, a little rooftop type reflector with the mylar come up maybe as high as this in the middle so that the you just set it right here on this box and it'll bounce all this light here in the middle back at them because when you, when we're not here we pull this curtain and it keeps all the light in here yeah, i got a nice mylar curtain right here yeah. <laughs> keeping keep that light in there that's right and reflect it around as much as possible but yeah we think something come clear out to here you know would be a nice little reflector Something like you can pick it up and stand it over in the corner. <laughs> That'd be putting plants there. <laughs> More plants. Yeah, you just. Don't... <laughs> you know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, I just don't know what am I doing here. On the trim. So what do you guys <laughs> prefer to do with your trim? You guys make hash? Just hash? Are you making some edibles? I, I, I make butter and stuff. I make brownies <laughs> and cookies and things like that. Yeah. I got a big foo-foo container. I put all, you know, just all the fluff in the bottom of the bag and stuff. When Debbie throw it in there. So it's a big Tupperware thing like this, about that deep. It's, I ain't kidding you. Four handfuls for two and a half pounds of butter and steep them, you know, for six hours and then squeeze it out. You can get Six two-third cup measurements of pouring out. Quite a bit, actually. Not bad. Because I ain't kidding you. If, it, if it's really dry, the butter will soak up the pot. And it, it just soaks into the pot, not just because it's being cooked. But, right. Yeah. <coughs> but, yeah. And then uh, I, so I, I do believe we're going to make a couple of videos on. Oh, yeah, bubble hash. Making some bubble hash. Yeah. Do that. And whip up a couple batches of those. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be one we have to do in pieces though, because finding out that it, 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 once you bang it, you know, that cold water and stuff, let it sit for 45 minutes or an hour instead of coming back in 15. Because it's really cold, and those little THC things, you've got to fall between all that ice and all that part of the bottom of the bucket besides. <laughs> I, I just, brother, if it's all up to the, we get a better return. On, on the hash 
when you squeeze it out than if you do it in 15 minutes because you go back and do it again anyway you know so and this you only have to do it once maybe twice and there's pretty cleaned out so. uh -huh. yeah we get you know some some things you know the, the bigger end and you know that thick you know <laughs> really nice looking brown stuff oh yeah <laughs> and uh, I do want to, I, I did see back there, Bingus, uh, give a good shout out to Bingus. Uh, no, he got you some goodies. So, uh, and then also a uh, big shout out to Modern Genetics because uh, it wasn't for Modern Genetics. Uh, I don't know, we probably would have found your channel later. But, uh, you know, one point is that's big thank you to Modern Genetics for uh, connecting us tonight. So, yeah. Yeah. Great dude. Great dude. I'm excited to see him up and running. Uh, get his uh, establishment up and running. That's going to be awesome. I was talking with somebody today about, uh, you know, chasing their dreams. And uh, I told him just that, man. I love, I love, it was Automation Miss Freedom is who I said that to. He was waiting for a part to uh, make a video of his uh, setup fully in use for me. He said he had to order another part. I said, you know, man, I love, I, I do, man. I love, you know, being part of just seeing people chase their dreams. That kind of shit inspires me, man. I just, and it does. It's very infectious, man. I, you know, more people should try to reach, do shit that they don't think they can do. Yeah, There's so much shit's possible. You know, and just with a little bit of effort, man. <laughs> We're way behind, ain't we? <laughs> well, like this, uh, a while back we yeah, called the Map Project. Yeah. yeah. So we wanted to share our mainstream known candy with everybody. Right. So. Everybody that had had gotten some numb candy seeds, um, we basically I put a big old map on the wall here, and and just started marking off everywhere where they're going, yeah. so we could we could physically see a big spiderweb map of mm -hmm. the world, yeah. how far we're spread out already. And I mean, it's we're all the way to the east and west coast of Australia to. South of Brazil, all the way to yeah, New uh, Zealand, freaking New Zealand. I'm amazed. And most people, most people are first or second time <laughs> growers, and yeah, we had people this year that just you know surprised themselves, and I'm just tickled pink. You know, I did goose puppy when I hear somebody saying, "I was only this big, but I got this much out of it," and yeah, that's half a pound. I mean, still, you know, it was they planted a plant after the Fourth of July. So, still, they get half a pound. That's pretty good. And, and so, <laughs> and, and then everybody that that is growing the no candy, we basically we have them send us pictures and feedback from their grows, yeah. from them growing our strain, and then we make videos of that as our our feedback videos. And it, it's really cool to see yeah. how everybody and they're pretty damn innovative. Right? Yeah. It's, it's Just work wild. with what you got. Like, yeah, that's right. Just, started, we started out telling people if you just basic, you know, I mean, if you got money to put out thousands and a hundred thousand dollars, fine. I said, but if you don't, you use what you got. 
and we were making what um, cattle fencing uh, supports and stuff like that. And um, I, he was just tearing down the hog fence down back. <laughs> He's just making barrels, you know, like this to put around plants for supports and stuff. And yeah, people just caught on. They, well, I didn't even think about that. There's roll out there. Uh, <laughs> next week they had supports up. So yeah. People getting, I mean, like the people, uh, one girl did a, a plant in a pot and it didn't get real big and monstrous like some of the other pictures. And, and she wanted to know why. And it was, I told her it was just because it was in a pot, you know. So she said, this year it's going in the ground. <laughs> going so, in the ground. Yeah. I just thought that was pretty good. But still, no, she did really great. She trimmed it all nice. It was just a beautiful plant when it was done. I can be this tall and this big around. So, but yeah, I keep telling people, do things in your garden. You know, surprise yourself. Yeah, there was very few people that were able to actually grow it outside. Only a couple people, I think. Uh, but the majority of the people are all indoors. Yeah. I think. And there's, there's a lot of indoor grows. I think more, it's a better security for people. You know, I mean, outdoors, well, God, God, we still have to deal with the two-legged predators, you know, kind um, of ward the pests off. <laughs> but still, I mean, getting the, you know, having security and everything there, you know, does help. Yeah. Indoors, it is a lot more secure. That's breaking and entering. So, and even if you got, I mean, like at the garden, if you got your gate locked or something, that's locked. They cross that line. That's breaking and entering there. That changes the laws when they come on your property. It's not like your gate's open and they can just walk in. So that's something for people to consider. Even if, even if you got a rope, tie your gate shut. If you have, if someone unties that, comes in, your, that's breaking and entering. That's not just trespass. No. Yeah. So do you guys grow out when you guys growing outdoors? You go in pots or you go directly in the ground? Oh, yeah, we grow. We go right in the ground. Yeah, we got the, we have a, this will be our third year in, in this bed. Uh, it's nine feet wide, 18 inches in the middle. It's a foot on the, on the side. So it kind of comes down like this and goes this way. Um, uh, it's 125 feet long. So, and we got it covered with, uh, we've got a cable stretched across, and we have cattle panels over over the top, you know, for support. And we got a really nice poly, um, uh, UV-friendly polymer and stuff for the, the top, and it's friggin' awesome. It really is. I'd rather be able to get a roll of that back in the spring, you know, late in the fall, you know, be able to cover. This year, I think it's going to be... Sound dip there for a sec. The greenhouse, it was like 114 when it was 100 or so out here. Uh, and man, at that point, your plants are really stressing. So, missed them a lot and and water them twice a day if you have to. Even if you only got to water them a little bit, you know, you spread the moisture out. All right. Yeah. That ground. So I like the idea too. You guys running it in a line there. Do you actually use a physical line? 
you know, like a, almost like you would with like grapes or something, you know what I mean? And brought yeah. a few of them and kind of weave the plant back and forth for support. So like we, can, we can space our plants every 10 feet down in the end. We can actually put 11 plants in there if we want to. Yeah. We, we were going to extend it just so that we if we, yeah, we want to get another one in there. We're going to have to dig out that stump and everything. Damn. Have, though. <laughs> Do some dynamite. Anyway. No, it, it really did. It's very beneficial to, on the on the strata where we're at. Was actually we're we're better off than a lot of people around the area because we're on a granite slab. So we, our, tra our our excavation guy can come in 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 early April or May, where you can't get onto the property until late May or June. So he likes it. He he did us that whole bed you know, twice and. Run us what maybe four hundred dollars for the whole the whole boat or the whole thing, so, and you know, having them spaced. Unfortunately, the bed runs east to west instead of north to south. Where it, I mean, it should I think. That way, you know, they don't get bare spots. Um, you know, if they're too crowded, and eight. But spacing plants ten feet apart, when the plant, when the <laughs> sun goes this way right down your bed, do you still the shadow? It will be a lot less than. If it, if you have it too close together, yeah. that really does help. Normally, when those things are fully grown, we there's usually like what maybe a, yeah. well barely we maybe stand in between maybe maybe a foot <laughs> clearance yeah some yeah uh, <laughs> giving them that much room too. A plant likes proximity, and they like their space. And if there's nothing that can obstruct them or anything, they'll go until their roots start touching Joe Blow next door. You know, and then they'll say, oh, hi. And that's when they'll start, well, I'm taking this area here. And then that's when they really start to establish themselves. So, you know, you got 10 foot space, use it. Even if you got one plant, use it. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time we discovered that, actually we did one nine foot by nine foot bed, three foot deep, a big square hole. And we put Elvis in it. And we got Elvis in on like May 9th. Man, that thing <laughs> it almost filled up the whole doorway in the garage. It, it was only about nine or eight feet tall, maybe, but it was like 14 feet in diameter. It just huge, just all that root space. <laughs> and keep it nice and soft, man. These old little white roots are gonna, they're gonna go out there, reach for that, that moisture. So, small tree, yeah. We had a guess, you know. A, Contest or guess who? How much we got off of it? I think I don't even remember how. how much? I don't. Even, I don't remember either. <laughs> um, I think we did. Jordan and Fox won some. One. See who won the other one. Dang. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it was just it turned out to be a monstrous plant. I do because remember we gave having I do remember having the drawing off of that that plant. <laughs> Little end of the year games. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> you gotta keep it. I would only love. I'd love to grow outdoors. I'm jealous. I really am, man. I, you know, I heard yeah. you mention the two-legged critters. It sucks that you know, they even still exist as much as cannabis is kind of out there. You know what I mean? Everybody should be growing it. You're stealing it, in my opinion. You're just a lazy fucker, man. You just there's no yeah, there's no I, excuse. I, 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 there's just no excuse for us, you know. <laughs> Damn. 
Snatching dirt 500 pounds in about two seconds. <laughs> because somebody hang them upside down in the inside the inside the, the fence line, you make them call the cops on themselves, hang them upside down for half an hour. Sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a thing you have to do. Just added security. Yeah. Me, yeah, the other thing too is, man, I, you know, I, it's like I'm in the middle of the woods, so I'd have to worry about uh, animals for one. And then the next obstacle I had is I would have is I'd want to go in ground, and my soil is just shit, complete sand. I'd have to like almost dig a trench and, and start over. You know what I mean? Just make that a new and be like, that's my line. <laughs> that's the soil line. Yeah, yeah. Make it permanent, you know. Yeah. Um, well, like us, I mean, the ground is really granity right here where the garden runs and stuff. But still, we bought, we put in 39 and a half cubic yards of bedding in that bed. So, but uh, the bedding that we got to put in there, we could build on. So we add to it every year. So it, it just... Yeah, keep adding stuff to it, and your plants do really well. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely slipping into the organic side again. I hate to admit it. I was actually, you know, I'm in, in for the most part, I grow in cocoa. I've grown in cocoa for a long time. I've done soil. I actually started way back in the day, like in the fucking not knowing nothing and knowing that I could grow in soil and had good runs. And it wasn't, uh, I guess the greed in me went a little bit of, it was both really the greed and the weight basically is why I switched out of cocoa. Yeah. Believe me, it's hard to do. I wanted more and I was fucking living or I was growing in an attic space and I was like, fucking, taking on more and I could see that attic space getting a little <laughs> dippy man I was like I gotta find something lighter to grow in that dirt when it's fucking wet man like fucking way too heavy so I ended up getting going into cocoa and you know I went back and forth into the you know, super soils and stuff and now I'm on ground again and I tried <laughs> the super soil since I was back on ground I was like I'm gonna do the super soil again and then I got caught. I took on some patients. Now I'm legal. I was like taking on patients. Well, I lost a couple when I went up here. They changed themselves. And then uh, I took on some. And then I was like, I got into hot soil, you know, and that wasn't worth the shit. But you know, now I've been, I panicked, went back to cocoa, but now I got some organic ish stuff floating around in here. I shit you not, man. I've got a couple organic earth boxes here. I had a couple. They were going to be four in here, but these earth boxes are fucking chasing my fucking cocoa plants right out of the fucking tent. I might even actually have to pull the cocos out and just let them two girls fucking 
rock <laughs> that tent. We just take the old stuff out of here, out of the garden, and throw it out, out in the outside garden. Kick it down. Yeah, put it in one end, mulch it like you do anything else, and spread it out over the bed. They'll cycle that. That's what we add some new stuff into it during the spring. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That, that was one thing that we did when we put the dirt in. Uh, I went and I just bought like $200 worth of steam steer manure. And we, we coated the whole bottom of the, right the down, bottom of the bed, right down the middle. Right down the middle. With like three and a half inches of shit, steer manure. And then we put the bed on top. So worked out pretty good. I know the plants were, they had roots down there. They really did. They could fill the whole bed. I was amazed. Well, made for a nice kick later yeah. on. That and, uh, you know, some chicken manure, you know, for the nitrogen, that sort of thing. Yeah. Rabbit hair, and eh, it's got hair in it. Now nah, I'm not too cool with hair in my plants. I I can end up in the hospital smoking a cat hair. So, so can my brother. So, uh, But that's the um, chicken manure, uh, goose. Goose and duck are kind of, they, they're okay, but, but you got to do something with their poop to get it before you can get in there because it takes a, forever and a day to break down. I mean, to make it in, you know, so you could use it in a plant. So, I mean, if you step on it, it's hard and shit to get off your shoes. So, <laughs> that it is. It just is really thick and it's hard to thin out. Well, chicken manure is, you know, the high nitrogen is a good thing to, to use. Um, pigeon manure, I kind of, I'm not too sure about because. I think that's sometimes where we get our mites, but I can't I can't square it because pigeons generally got it. So mites, I mean, so if you get manure, pigeon manure and use it, there's a chance that you may contract mites, you know, spider mite stuff. Which is something that some people don't even haven't even thought about. <laughs> Just that the idea is sound. I just haven't really seen a mite crawl off this pigeon to hit my pot plant. So <laughs> until then, it's just a theory. <laughs> so do you have a preferred training method before you go into flower? Do you like to let them go straight up? Uh, do you, you know? Oh, um, no, we, uh, when the plant grows and stuff like that, whether it's a lollipop or we get down, we clean out the inside and take a lot of the, the leaves in the lower limb garbage out, sucker stuff we call it, um, so that it, all the energy from the roots comes out and goes out these specific limbs that you leave. And they come out to five or six other limbs. So you're just basically like doing three trims to create this air bubble inside the plant that helps um, protect from bugs and stuff like that because the birds get inside your plant really easy when they're outdoors. Yeah. And birds, you have 200 birds in your garden and when you get up at six o'clock, you, yeah, you walk by and go, that scare the crap out of you. <laughs> but it's, they're really beneficial, so. Yeah. That's a little bushy girl there. So I, I started cleaning this right one out. out. Yeah, I started cleaning this one out yesterday, I think. Yeah, then we just train in the plant for when it starts, when it 
begins to bud like outdoors would be sometime after the 4th of July or so when the plants will start or even the early girls will start right shortly after or the 4th of July really closely. So um, you just leave that, all the energy goes to there and they come out here. Later when these get bigger, we'll, there'll be more and we'll take out the goat, the inside stuff and leave the outside reaches so that all your, everything gets light on the outside of your bud or the, on the umbrella of your plant. See, I'll probably take off these two right here on yeah. the bottom just because they're, they're a lot smaller. When you, yeah, out, outside when you got a plant, you know, that's like three feet tall you know, around and stuff. You got all cleaned out nice. You can see the sun coming through from back here and hitting the back side of the buds on the far side of the plant. That, that really helps out because, I mean, it, it covers the whole bud all day. So, and that's the hard part. You, the more plants you have, the harder it is to keep on a schedule. Where if you got three or four plants, you can pretty much do four plants, one plant a day. But as the flowers go, as harvest comes closer, the ball starts rolling so fucking fast. I mean, it just gets faster and faster. So, getting everything done so that all the light, when they're budding, we got some pictures out here. So they look like friggin' balls like this with a thing on the knob on the end of this big ass branch. So. <laughs> yeah. Good there, guys. Good there, guys. Was that the nom candy there that we were just looking at? Uh, no, he's not doing any gnome candy this time. Actually, those those two are kind of a surprise, kind of an unknown bag to you. Well, that's right. Uh, that's your Wi-Fi thing. Yep. It's a Wi-Fi. My wife's got some plants going. Um, but we also have... Uh, six of our lemon meringue, and uh, on my side are the <laughs> six of the uh, indica face huggers. Face huggers, yeah. Yeah, I mean, everything is pretty much. I know. Basically, hybrids anymore. It's really hard to find a clean strain. So, I mean, like I said, no candy is a hybrid. And the only one that's not is our Agent Orange and, and uh, but we liked it. That Pokeball turned out really well. I mean, first time I smoked that was just out of high school. And I sit there smoking joint with four guys, man. We just and my sister, we just sit there melting the couch. I remember going, <laughs> "I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm staying home." <laughs> but yeah, it's a good stone. So. <laughs> um, and I didn't smoke. A you know, man, I'll wait too early for years. So I don't know. <laughs> You're fucking good. Yeah, no, it turned out really well. I, I, yeah, I'm on the fence about the, you know, this stuff that was good. We look back and we're like, oh, that was good or that wasn't good. You know, I mean, I, I think I'm, I move forward back and forth on that kind of stuff. And I, I smoke it 
for a while. Then I go, oh, it's not that good. And then I move on to something else. And then you go back and it's, yeah, it's good. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. No, you're right. You have to change it up every so often. You know, have a nice variety of strains where you can jump back and forth. Yeah. Every other week or so. That's kind of what we got. I got going this year because man, I can. I got. We had so many strains outside. Yeah. I got. We had one old quarter of gallon and half gallon jars. But we had the. It's a nice problem to have. Yeah, yeah. So do you find what are the are you finding some differences? Uh, what are the differences that you're finding in the strains running outdoors from your strains run indoors? Uh, is it just herbs? Yeah, when you when you want, uh, other than having the plants, you know, have more CO two in the room. Outdoors is pretty. I don't know. What do they say? Thirteen percent or something? I think. But still, that's that's pretty good. So that would be the biggest thing you could use in your garden if you could. So, where I mean, indoors is way better than that. So, but all these gallon jars and stuff, I got these. I got these. Put on these are the bottom of my sweats. Cut them off. And the elastic part goes around the neck really nice, and this keeps it, the whole jar in the dark. So set them along the wall there, where it's nice and cool and stuff. Yeah, grab one and slide it on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. I got the lid box on. Yeah, see how these are down here. So, yeah, over time with the light and everything. I might do this with a water jug. It'll make your, your weed brown. Modern Genetics would like to know, uh, guys, uh, when do you guys usually go live? When when can we see you guys' show? Good question, Modern. Actually, tomorrow night from 8 to 9 o'clock. Yep. We go live every Friday, every Friday night, night from yeah, 8, 8, 8 o'clock until 9 Pacific Standard Time. Maybe 9.30 sometime. Kind of blows us away. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we usually start at 8. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Well, like I said, it just blows me away that we're doing this now and trying to give my cousin information. It's awesome. It really is. It blows me away that, uh, you know, and I guess I, I, this is my advice for you guys. I don't know if you guys get smacked with YouTube fucking I noticed like a lot of people med grower one got a fucking smack like yesterday and today envy closet uh grower got a smack I got a smack yesterday on an old ass video and what I think's fucking stupid is and again knock on wood I'm grateful YouTube if you're listening I'm grateful you you let me go on a lot of shit but I don't understand this (laughs) they fucking with it it's guys like Medgrower1 and uh, 
guys like yourself that are, you know, more tutorial type videos and stuff showing how to fucking do stuff. And uh, we, they, they fucking, them are the videos that seem to be getting uh, smacked on right now. It's like if you're fucking showing a product or so don't, that's, that's the thing that blows my mind. I can get out here and smoke weed and t- fucking talk, grow and all that shit. And fucking, they hardly, other than copyright, they leave me alone. You know what I mean? But fucking today I get a strike on a video just because it said Mars Hydro and Bloom Plus in the title. (laughs) They're like, oh, this goes against guidelines. Oh, so showing people, you know, actually how to do shit goes against guidelines. But we can, you know, do this. It just. (laughs) We we, we have had a few, quite a few videos where uh, copyright. Like I did what you said. I, I put all all the information just like it says, and it's YouTube music. It's there for you to use. So why would they go copyright it if it's there for you to use? I don't get it. I was watching a video today. To be honest with you. And it's it was like on okay, it was on somebody's channel. It was the video. You know what I mean? It was the fucking video for the artist, just like reposted on their channel. And they were like, This is not my video. I do not monetize my shit. This is pretty much just for like fan fan bullshit only. If you do not want me to use your video, please email me. And I'm like, how does that work? I get you know fucking smacked on for fucking playing in the music in the background, but I can just outright repost their content under my channel, and that's cool. You know what I mean? That's more of a that's a copyright infringement. Me, that's you know that ain't right. Yeah, that ain't uh, right. Wow, contacted us and said. Uh, is this your channel? And they sent us the link and everything, but it, it wasn't us. Somebody had art had like taken one of our videos and posted it on their stuff, and then they were using our video. So I got I got into it and everything, and uh, removed the video and and all that. I reposted it later on ours again. Yeah, we. Were- We've learned a lot too on the doing, you know, how to get this out there. So I'm amazed. People that and just grow, even growing what they got and stuff like that, but it surprised themselves. Just too bad. <laughs> I can't wait to do it next year. So, so yeah, we're going to try to see about, like I said, see about a real time. Uh, videos for every day because i do something in the garden every day whether it's an hour or two hours uh, if it get when it starts getting hot i'm generally up in the garden by five or five thirty you know six maybe if i'm lucky <laughs> um but you try to be out of the garden by nine o'clock because it's starting to get 80 degrees and then in that greenhouse it's 100 100 already so, yeah yeah it gets toasty. I'll be going later in the evening when it's cooler. Work in the mornings, work in the evenings. Yeah. 
my friend Clark, it was, he's been awesome. This last year, he he come over and he stayed like two and a half months. He, he's got a trailer over here, but yeah, two and a half months. I just so, get him away from the so drama. A lot, a lot of help. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice little vacation for him. Well, he he said he hasn't been able to really see very well, and not just glasses. I mean. He, He's got cataracts, so he's gonna get a license this year for his card. And so yeah, I gotta make a list for fertilizers for him. So you know, right. so we can order him and stuff. But yeah. Two and a half months of just blew me away. And yeah, he felt so good when he went home. I kidding you. He comes over, it takes him about three days, and all of a sudden he goes, he goes. And that's when I know he's relaxed. <laughs> Two days of Jet lag or something. <laughs> Must be coming from a household full of women. He lived in an apartment. <laughs> yeah, lived in an apartment with, uh, and people are pretty close <laughs> over there. Believe me. <laughs> I can do that, man. I've lived in an apartment a couple of times, briefly, and that's just brutal, man. Yeah, no, I couldn't have. I, I, no I love living out here. <clears throat> Still, I mean, there's a road. There's a road out in front, you know, a couple hundred yards away, or feet away. I mean, and but they've made it a, a river loop. They call it now, so trucks can come this direction instead of having to drive through town. It, it's up the track. The truck traffic on the road out front, like five hundred percent, over the last. Four years. <laughs> so, yeah. Angus, you're listening. I'm going to put the Blue Mile under, like, the slow-mo weed area. <laughs> I felt that shit, like, right behind the eyes, man. That fucking shit slowed me right down. I'm, go- I'm going in for the Big Bingus. Hopefully, it's on the, on the wake-up side. It's <laughs> good, dude. You'll have to jump on one night when he's on. He's a good dude, man. Okay. Somebody asked us one time, some time ago, how would, how do we raiders our pot? And I asked her. Well, if she meant standards or something we strive for when from a strain that we're you know in you know keeping with and so yeah she says yeah <laughs> so so we're looking for standards okay so we started with one hit and it was mm, two hits and yeah i'm still <laughs> yeah we had five five uh five uh, phases for up to five hits and stuff as our standards, <laughs> zooming and doing the fish, falling out of your chair, doing the fish on the floor. <laughs> it's usually something you see on the roofs. There it is. Oh, that's actually a pretty good shot. Cool. That's the uh, the big Bingus. 
Yeah. Man, it smells like like a Bubba 98. I don't think this is going to be a, a sativa-like. I think this is going to be just like the, the uh, Blue Mile. I think this is going to be like a heavy indica-type buzz. What I'm smelling up from my nose. Can you guys judge it like that yourselves? I can, you know, by smell, I'm like, ooh, that's an upper. That's an upper. Look and... and uh, yeah, yeah, you can. You can guess, you guess make pretty good. Yeah. Like judging speed, you know, driving down the road, it's, it's harder when you're stoned. <laughs> 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 Some of the yeah, stuff. that terpene profile means the world to me. That's one thing we haven't been able to do here in a while. Not that I've been in a dispo in a while, but when I had was, man, you could at least smell the shit. Nowadays, you can't even smell the shit, man. It's all, like, pre-packaged. Yeah, it really is. They got a vacuum sealed and everything, don't they? I mean, you just gotta look at it in order to buy it. Can't smell it, can't feel it. Yeah, some places they got got sample walls, you know, with (laughs) with little, little glass jars with little metal lids of Come open, but are on lock cable so you can pop the lid and <laughs> take a smell, you know, for, for different flavors they got. And I thought that was pretty funny. But it was a good guess because I liked the Bruce Banner. It was real good. <laughs> and, yeah. It's funny to say they got it all chained down. They're still making use of like them bank teller pin things. <laughs> That's yeah. about the only place you ever seen the pen on a chain was at the bank wasn't it back yeah. in the day <laughs> yeah uh, it smells really good though I can't wait to get in that yeah. so how Please. often do you guys gotta trim how often are you guys pulling down to where you trim or are you just backed up it's never oh. done I'm getting, we're getting down to the end of it. We are, but believe me, we have been all the time since we cut them down. Uh, I still got, we yeah, I got one left hanging, but we're going to, we're going to, like I said, we're going to do a, a bubble hash thing with that one. I think it was the last plant for some reason. It was like two to three weeks behind everything else. And it started getting cold and it survived three 26 degrees freezes. So, but it didn't really mature well. I mean, it got really hard. I mean, it's really good smoke and, and all that. Light, it's really fluffy. And, yeah. So, we figured just breaking it down and hashing it and stuff would be better than smoking shaggy, you know, airy buds. So. That's funny. I never even fucking thought about it. Uh, Chad Westport, Chad, basically. Well, he's saying it in a different co- couple different ways there, but I think that's funny, though. You know, you forget your cologne. You forget to hit your cologne or whatever before you go into the store. I, you know, usually I'm not uh, too picky on the six-foot thing, but if I were, though, I would that'd be a if I forgot to hit the clone before I went in, I'd be like six feet, six feet. <laughs> <laughs> you want to screw with the kid? 
one of them signs down there that says six feet apart. Go that and see what that kid does. Ah, uh, make yourself wide. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Get your feet six feet apart because that's what the sign says. Feet six feet apart. <laughs> Sit there and do the splits in the middle of the aisle. Yeah, it's funny watching <laughs> these kids. That was hilarious. <laughs> Their mom's busy with the with groceries and, and these two little kids are trying to do that and, and their mom's looking and going, <laughs> You kids get up here. Just <laughs> uh, gone to help the imagination. Get them in trouble. <laughs> uh, Once you lose that imagination, you're in trouble. That's, that's right. That's the thing. I've been told to grow up a thousand times, and I always <laughs> reply, never, never. <laughs> I will never grow up. I'll just get responsible, but I'll never grow up. <laughs> so how long, uh, how long has you guys actually been like, uh, so, had you been pretty much out in the open with your campus use since uh, that thirteen? Have you? Was that it? And then, uh, yeah, pretty much. You pretty much kept it home. Or... Yeah. Your grandparents for a while. Yeah. Because <laughs> back when I was in high school or whatever, it was still illegal and everything. Your grandpa called it tea. <clears throat> You smoking that tea, boy? Smoking that tea, <laughs> boy? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> That's funny. When, when mom married him and stuff, he, our stepdad was a scout leader. All of a sudden, he went from seven little seven boys out in the woods to eight kids, and. We were the troop, I tell you. We really did. By the time we were in three, like three years, we could build, we could go out, build a lean to, go out, catch dinner, spend the night out there, come back in the morning, um, and have a fire going for breakfast in 20 minutes. And I mean, all us kids could do it, my sisters as well. And it showed us how we'd go out and run around through the woods and stuff like that. And he said, You guys climb over that rock. Showed us how to build ourselves into pyramids, pull each other up over these big fucking boulders, and stuff like that, you know. And we ran ropes between trees and stuff. That was really awesome. But we thought building a big bridge like the scouts did was pretty hokey. <laughs> but yeah, no. In inside of a couple of years, yeah, Dad had his own little troop, so he went camping a lot. <laughs> Camping was always fun. I never, we never did it as much as we should have. I can only remember a few good camping trips. Actually, that, that's on. one thing I remember when I when I was younger. You know, the middle fifties and sixties and, and stuff like all through the sixties. Um, that we were from a big family, and all our aunts and uncles brought all of our cousins to stay at grandma's for the summer, which was. 32 kids running around grandma's property all of a sudden, which is totally awesome. And we did this until I was 16, 17 years old, you know, I mean, and now we can't do that. It's just, you know, 
lights are moving too fast and all that. Yeah, we barely visit. But we were pretty fortunate because, yeah, grandma would just kick our ass out at the back door with three pancakes and a juice or something like that and blow the whistle for lunch. <laughs> and, yeah, if she had to do anything, boy, we'd come to get her out there for a reason. Deep shit. <laughs> Deep shit. <laughs> but, you know, it was really cool. We are living on that creek. Yeah, all that stuff dad taught us. We could, we were swinging Tarzan off these blinds that were in these trees like this big around, like 200 feet across this creek and back. <laughs> And climbing trees. Grandpa was he was a he was a champion logger. I mean, uh, back in the 30s and 40s and what he 64. Did. Yeah, he actually did world champion uh, logger and went to New York for the World's Fair. And they did it a couple other times afterwards too, but not in succession. So, and yeah, he fucking run up them trees. He do this professional tree climber. Yeah, yeah. Well, he topped trees is what he yeah. did. But for his act, he get up there and do push-ups and and dance the jig and stand on his head and fall off and <laughs> he called it a frog jump but he had a harness that he hiked to a cable that had a you know a catch to it and a big ass uh, duffel bag down there filled with rocks and bricks you know so far up the cable so that he, he could fall off he just free fall for like till the cable caught about three seconds and the crowd just <laughs> like this he goes skate down this wire and that thing he'd catch and he just almost hit it and eat it in the dirt, you know, but he just timed it great. And then, but that's what he did off a hundred foot fucking pole. <laughs> so, I mean, we got pictures of pretty badass. Yeah, we thought so. <laughs> all, all my life I thought so. But yeah, me and my sister, we got pictures from home movies of Des and I swinging the top of these pine trees. We were like six feet up in these pine trees. We we're like seven years old. <laughs> so yeah we didn't have any trouble you know getting around staying in, in the city wasn't a good idea i don't think so. <laughs> i used to cut trees when i was younger and and you get up that high there's a lot of sway i was yeah, never fucking good. thinking about doing no fucking handstands or shit up there man but it's fucking a little yeah. bit of wind you'd be rocking Pretty good, man. I wouldn't be playing stuntman up there, that's for sure. I wonder if I don't know something like that on Google. Be able to find it. Because, yeah, I actually a lot of movement up there. But you taught out of Road Community College for a long time. All right, almost look at that little pretty. <laughs> you. Uh oh. Yeah. Really, I think this is pretty good too. You guys uh, still smoking yeah. on the same thing over there? Uh, let's see. What are you smoking? I've got a good old fashioned metal pipe. Oh, what, are you, what are you smoking? Oh, the platinum dosi. So, father, yeah, father's smoking platinum dosi. And I think I am doing Agent Orange. This is Agent Orange. Got a couple of oranges working their way through the garden at the moment. I think I found Got that. three or four seeds off of that plant that I had this year. Yeah. I found a, a, a little baggie of, of Jack Frost from like 2017. It's got seeds in it. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a good year that for Agent Orange. Yeah. So what? Got some <laughs> seeds because I thought we were out. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. Like a gold miner. <laughs> yes, guys, we are we are uh, Southern Oregon based out of Southern Oregon for everybody in chat. Not all of our city streetlights are, are have dirt roads. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the dirt roads. Nothing wrong with the dirt roads. Modern genetics asks, how many strains do we own and what are they? We actually got a wide variety of strains that we run. Yeah. But we well, have we're we have trying s- experiments for the most part, but we have a select few that we do every, every year. Do yeah. every year, that's right. Yeah. We do like the Elvis and, and unless we find another seed, we may not have any more out, more of that. And uh, but then we've got the Jack Frost, and that's an early girl. And we, yeah, that's a good, clean early girl. Yeah, that one flowers up early. Yeah, you get it done and stuff before the rest of them start right. to kick in. I do love, do love the Jack Frost. Um, we got some, <coughs> um, some auto flowers that we're going to try just when I when we start our uh, plants for to grow or to either clone for outdoors later. Um, we'll just grow them right in there with them. They can do that. And Jack Frost is good smoke. I had that a while ago, for sure. Yeah. So. <laughs> One that I was really surprised by this year was was the Alaskan thunderfuck. Yeah, it was crossed with Granddaddy Purple. But still, it, man, it, it's got like a 13-minute creeper. For, yeah, you be careful the first 13 minutes. <laughs> be careful how much you intake. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, 13 minutes or so, 14 minutes, yeah, you know, wow, I'm stoked. <laughs> yeah, and what of the the sativa, the silver, that, that's a different high altogether. That's a bit stone and go out and do something. That, that one is. <laughs> but man, those plants are only this tall. Yeah, it's a bummer about the sativas, how long they take. And a lot of them aren't, don't get girthy like that, man. They yeah. fucking some. Small plant. Enjoy that puzzle. Yeah, if you're you're growing outdoors and stuff, and you put your garden in, and and when you know July or next to July comes up, and you got a plant that suddenly turns male on you, having a couple extra, you know, growing in vegetative stage, isn't against. I mean, it's not against the law. You can do that. You're allowed to have. I don't remember how many, so many extras to re, to replace a female if it's in the garden. We had a couple nice saves this last, yeah, this last yeah. season. Yeah, it worked out pretty good. That, but that was still, that was like July the 9th when they did that. Surprised the hell out of us. Yeah. All of a sudden, you got to get them out of there and get something in there that's female. <laughs> <laughs> No, 
we've been asked about that before about you know how come one of these extras and there's all they are is just extras if they're if everything turns out to be fine we do you know we'll go ahead and pinch them off or give them away or something somebody that wants one so, kind of helps out people sometimes yeah that's what i was kind of getting at with uh you know the thieving thing outside of weed there is you know anymore they you know, it's like I insinuated there. It's an easy thing to grow. You know, everybody should be doing it. Well, we should be doing our part to overgrow. You know, the more people that are doing it, the harder it's going to be to take away. Secondly, you know, for a lot of people, that's their medicine. You know what I mean? And if it's outdoors where it can be snagged like that and somebody snags it, you, you didn't just take somebody's you know, yeah. cannabis plants, you probably fucked them out of their medicine for, you know, half yeah. a year or whatever. And that's yeah. that's shitty. Or, or a whole year, yeah. That, and it's a, a state or federal um, prescription, uh, you know, so doing that's actually great, you know, it's a federal offense to steal, you know, so we just haven't had judges that would call it yet, I don't think. They're going to have to. So kind of why I pointed out about keeping your gate closed on your driveway or your, your walk, you know, gate off the walk. If you have a screw ring or something in it that they have to physically remove or a lock, that changes all the dynamics that they're breaking or they're coming on your property. Yeah, it's breaking and entering. That's not just trespass. Trespass. I somebody the other day about that. They were like, you're going to call somebody over, like, weed being stolen or something? I'm like, fucking ain't right. (laughs) I don't care if it's federal or legal or not, man. Somebody stole my shit. I'm going to fucking call. Yeah. If they were just, I'm sure that if they just ask, I'd probably cut one off and give it to them. No trouble. But, you know, that greed thing is what kind of irks me some. So, and like I said, Grandma's always said, "Well, you're the gardener. You got you're the one that gets to pick it at the end of the season." And she's absolutely right. So, you, know, you really do get physically connected to your plants by the end of the year. So, I get weird. I mean, paranoid. I mean, yeah, watching everybody ever driving down, stopping on the side of the road, all that eagle eye them things. You know what's funny? I'll tell you a funny little story here. The name of my company, my construction, it's a home improvement, it's not construction. I use the terminology correctly for insurance purposes there. (laughs) Uh, Fucking, uh, my my home improvement business is fucking uh, Eagle Eye Home Improvements. Right. So I went and got insurance up here when I moved up here. And I got my first bill and it was to fucking evil eye. Evil <laughs> eye. I'm like, who's calling fucking evil eye? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Making just think should I keep the name or should I keep the name? He used to get totally offended when he'd get moved or mail for Gale. 
Hey, who's this? Throw it away. <laughs> Ain't nobody here. Yeah, I told him that was good, though. <laughs> I'd do the same thing. Yeah, you know, I don't know that. Ain't nobody here by that night. <laughs> It ain't spelled right. It ain't right. I wonder if Dallas Cooper's looking out in the desert. <laughs> yeah, he's got a place out in the desert he broadcasts from, I think. Yeah, for sure. That was one of the ghost games so damn bad. Never did. Never got to make it. We went and saw a lot of concerts, though. Man. That's when you could buy a concert ticket for 20 bucks and for 30 bucks and go have a blast. Huh? Can you? <laughs> so our, our next. And then take a dab to counteract Bingus's fucking sleepy weed. That's good. It's fucking good weed, man. I was fading over here, man. I had to. I got to. I'll show you here when I put this down. There was there, there was a, I think it was shortly after we started doing the live streams. Uh, I think I, I did the one Bingus, the the blue Bingus or I'm sorry Bingus, I'm fucking that. All. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Blue Mile. I smoked that Blue Mile and that fucking started putting me down and I fucking started smoking this Mick Bingus. I can fucking. I, I was feeling myself starting to fade. I was like, I gotta put that bitch down. <laughs> Damn time. You know, I used to when I zoom, you know, or something like that, sitting there getting stoned, and you just face off. Sometimes I would come up with these little short stories, and and it was originally this kid standing here looking at the butt cut of a giant pot stem like a giant tree and it was filled with a bazillion tubes water tubes and he could trip in each one and we go here today and he'd go out there and this place he ended up they were playing like full contact elephant soccer and (laughs) and they played for hours and and the pink guys won and and the giants had to crawl home and and then but he was uh the the with the visual trips of Tommy Time Card. But my sister never kept any of the stories. <laughs> These little couple minute stories. And, yeah, it was funny. Contact. <laughs> I was kind of insinuating close to that yesterday that I wanted to make. You know, you see the beware of dog to beware of owner with the, you know, the gun. <laughs> Pointed. <coughs> I want to fucking beware of fucking, like, joint. Like a picture of a joint. And, like, contact high. Like, when you come into my house. <laughs> beware of contact high. You may be you lifted upon entering. <laughs> you may be lifted upon entering. It's so true, though, man. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so uh do you uh do you start your girls indoors so are you yeah. actually starting your outdoors right now actually about uh the first of uh, march march that way you can grow up until april if you got a place where you're covered and you can put it outdoors and and if it freezes you're not going to get killed you know your plants won't get killed off they just need to be covered um but for Mother's Day, uh, be able to grow them and clone them or just go with mother plants and, like I said, have a few extras and, and change them if one swaps to a male. Do it that way. That would be a lot less stress on your plant. So but it, cloning and stuff like that, we're just doing it for people's benefits and so they can see how it's done and do it and, and incorporate it into what they're doing for outdoors. And they can understand that they don't – I mean, you can take a whole tray of cuttings, but you're going to just be Pete and you're going to be very choosy about very what you choosy. want. Yeah. You know, that's right. Of all of them here, you know, like use maybe six, you know, and either give the others away or, you know, cut them down. So, yeah, trying to, I, it was really hard. I remember when I was first starting to do that because getting out of that, there's so many of them. <laughs> yeah. so you, many. you find out you do better with stronger plants than a whole bunch of them. So, and, you know, with some good training, two or three, you know, cleanings or stuff before they start to flower, then you can set the buds for you know, clean them when they start to come out. So they can really form up stuff like that. Um, that'll be. Um, July, a little after July, so and then bud right out. Change your fertilizers when it comes time, and keep adding your fertilizers all the time. It'll be a real time thing. Here, short, we'll, shortly, we're gonna we're gonna go through some gnome candy seeds. We're gonna find some of the best ones, you know, and uh, yeah. we'll be real picky and choosy about that as well. And yeah, if you can do it, start some gnome candy seeds. Farmers do that with their corn kernels too. So. <laughs> yeah, I always have a hard time calling the clones. I always remember the you know the struggle it was to get the clones, a clone, seeds. So when yeah. I you know it's like, oh man, I got to find a home for them or something. <laughs> I really you know, I, I to actually like to say I like. We'll take a rooted clone and throw it in the garbage, you know, just because. Because, you know, like you're saying, it's like, I, I can't do it. I can't. I ain't going to lie. I can't do it. I'll, I'll give it to a friend or yeah. pull it back or hide it. <laughs> oh, man. The Mary Jane Pickett thing. Mary Jane Pickett thing. Yeah. It's the beauty of it, uh, especially when the nicer weather comes. You know, uh, here in Michigan, a year or so ago, they made it to where uh, any household could have 12. It's not 12 per person, but any household could have 12. So you wouldn't believe the relatives that fucking have plants nowadays, you know, aunts, grandpas, 
<laughs> people, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, here, I'm just going <laughs> to set these over here by your oak tree. I'll be by periodically to water them. <laughs> by the way, these are yours. Go <laughs> to the window. Yeah. Yeah. Something that, that the old man always did when I grew with him, whether it's indoors or out. Wherever he got the seeds that they were, you know, you know, special seeds or something, he would actually go cut one of the biggest buds off the plant and go return it to him. Um, yeah, it kind of got passed down. So, I mean, I do the same thing if I get other people and I'm able to do that, you know, I return them a bud. So, it was just kind of nice a couple of years ago, a friend of mine just didn't even consider it. And all of a sudden, he had a nice little stash for the winter. <laughs> but it's kind of cool. So, yeah. Right. Well, Robert Hazel. I think I'm going to start doing it on a wide, bigger scale, to be honest with you, this this spring. Just, you know, hey, go heavy on them, and just everywhere I go, it's like a housewarming gift. You know, somebody, a lot of people bring you a little something when they stop by or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I just brought you a little plant every, every time I stop by. Yeah. Oh, here's another one. Yeah. <laughs> We're always cool. I asked somebody that the other day, and he was about my age, maybe. And he goes, what? And he says, would, would you like a, a 420 gift? And, and I says, a turn on. He goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, yeah, it was Old nice. to remember. <laughs> I just wasn't putting a turn Some on. Some of the nicest plants I've ever seen have been by older folks, just kind of like you're saying. Don't even smoke, you know, dropped off a plant and you come by, you know, to visit. They're like, yeah, look at that thing. You're like, holy fuck. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but <laughs> like, just, I know what you're going to do with it. If you don't want it, I'll be back. <laughs> Jeez. Right. Just to do it for the challenge of it and shit. That's Always fun to see. But anymore, it seems like uh, that even them type of people are starting to give it a whirl. Yeah. They still have. It's always. And out around here, you go smoke marijuana, you're going to end up in the gutter. And that's to our, our governor, you know, and Democrat. Oh, oh. Um. Our, our benevolent governor. <laughs> Unfriend your your cousins. Unfriend your uncles and aunts. Unfriend your dogs and their neighbors' dogs. Um, stay home. Wear masks. Those are from Governor Brown. <laughs> uh, it comes up in this. Well. Yeah, man. I, I I thought it was pretty cool this out of the COVID time to uh, hear the essential part of it all. Yeah, you know, not really? only did they want you smoking cannabis, but the cannabis field, the employees, all that were essential. I was like, yeah, yeah. that's kind of nice. I'll take that as almost full circle. I'll take that as if we're almost there. <laughs> You know, the, the, the pot plant, when it's growing, it will suck up anything, water soluble. Um, 
So, you know, 40 years ago, <laughs> um, when I was growing up, yeah, we, we grew for these two ladies that they had cancer really bad, but it affected their lungs and they would get so tight that they had to relax and smoking helped them relax. So when she gave me half an order of her Ritalin that, that helped her slow down, maybe speed up to slow down. It was weird, but it really worked. Anyway, I crush up on these pills, you know, and water them every day for, I don't know, the last three weeks. And <laughs> when we harvest the plant and stuff, you know, it did, didn't look like it did anything. It didn't harm it at all. Um, there weren't any little white flies coming out of the root holes down at the bottom, <laughs> which happened quite frequently. Um, but um, <laughs> I'm stunned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep, I'm stunned. Okay, so that's that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're doing it right. You're doing it right over there. I am getting stingy. <laughs> how much? Uh, how much you guys uh, trim in a session there? God, is this? Well, we're just goofing off tonight. This, I don't know, quarter pound maybe a little better but generally if you do a pound a day i don't know i think you're doing pretty good i know there's people out there that do more you know the real professional yeah <laughs> but yeah I, I do pretty good if i'm doing half you know maybe a pound if i'm lucky and believe me it definitely depends on how big and how dense as far as that goes too so yeah. this would this will take longer than a, a, a plant that's got harder buds and if we're not trimming, we're, we just recently uh, got a, a heat press uh, we've, we've been playing around with and yeah. made, made some videos and damn good rosin. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to uh, someday. Actually, I can wait. I make enough hash right now. I don't need to. The rosin. I can appreciate the rosin as a nice extract. A good way to smoke and shit. But man. For me, I'm like a one-man crew over here as it is. So it's hard enough for me to water, transplant, keep everything done. Plus, I like my bubble hash as is anyway. Funny, Man, the time I started taking up <laughs> smashing <laughs> nugs uh, and shit, I'll be yeah, doing nothing. Hand water there too, huh? Yeah, yeah, I hand out water every day. <laughs> Not too bad. I got a 33 gallon. One point that, uh, yeah, I was going to say when you guys were talking, when you talked about water in the reservoir earlier is man that was one thing that i learned i wish i would have learned earlier on as a grower is like if you have a few plants you know what i mean and you're gonna have some water because at one point you know i i was at like even in the beginning it was 36 yeah 
that what that room would fit. And I was like mixing up with nutrients and shit and uh by the gallon. And I was spilling more shit than I was, you know what I mean? Getting in there. I was trying to measure fives and tens and shit, you know, mills. Yeah. And I'd be like slashing that bottle around. Best thing I could have thought was bigger bigger mixes like that. So you were measuring out yeah. 150 yeah. mils. I would rather mix uh, a larger quantity. That way I wouldn't have to do it so many times. But I ran into this water tank at a, an old RV place. And they they said it had a small hole in it. Whatever. That's cool. I can fix that. Not a problem. But this is a 32-gallon tank. And it's all gravity-fed. And I just fill it up and it works really, really well. I got a, I got a hole at the very top of it where I can just pour in all my fertilizers, turn the hose on and it, it basically mixes itself. Hell yeah. We got for outdoor garden. We got uh, two, 55 gallon water barrels and at the high end we got you know just a water line running down by each plant and we got a loop out and runs around each one you know in a circle about five foot in diameter and so about halfway down we got another barrel and we just continue on with another line and it take I, you mix up the fertilizers and stuff in the evening so that everything is mixed well and you don't have any crystallization at the bottom of your bucket you know, when you water. Um, so you stir it up and then just turn on. We got some filters that are just come right out of the water spigot and then runs a filter and runs out in the line for drip fed. And it really helps keep it clean. And yeah, we, when in the hot part of the day, we're giving them seven, eight gallons a day, you know, in that bed and stuff. And just drainage is excellent. Yeah, yeah. The the style of the bottom of the garden of the bed. Yeah, yeah it really makes it easy. It was awesome idea. Yeah. I appreciate the way you guys handle the stem there. And anytime I see people like dry trimming, it's like they've got the nug in the fucking palm of their hand, and they're just like flipping it. It's like, oh man, what are you doing that? Yeah, even with gloves on. Yeah, they'll hold the hand and handle the stem. It's not going to hurt it. It's going to be rough. Just easier to work too, I think. Easier to roll, roll around. You know, I'm kind of. You know, I don't know how you guys, what you guys think here, but when I've got a bigger bud, even though like. I'll see like leaves coming out of it as I go up. I don't necessarily, unless it's a big fan leaf that's like in the way, even at that, I'll try to cut it out further. Cause as I'm cutting up the bud, I like destem a bud as I'm going up, man. If it's a nice size nug, I'm not trying to cure something like that. You know what I mean? I fucking, well, 
trim out that. As I'm going up, I'll cut out that little nub, and then I'll get in each time a little bit deeper into that bud versus, you know, the first time going, trying to hack it in kind of thing. But I don't know. We usually try to get in there and snip them off. If you're looking at that out far enough to have a stem shell, I would try to take out everything else for that loop. And just go back and just put it in. Yeah, each, each Some nice node. Some nice-looking nugs there. If you're looking at each plant or each node, there's one, two, three, four, you know, basic water leaves that stick out far enough for the leaf stem. So we take them off the nest, you know, down here it's less. This stuff here would just throw that, you know, and we're making food food later or something. But these things here are pretty nice. Uh, nice and hard and they came off the cement later. Bum bum. I see what uh, some of our videos we've done. Uh, we did a race, a trimming race. Yeah, we did uh, we did the, uh, it was a joint rolling competition. <laughs> See who could roll the most joints in two minutes. I think it was yeah. 10 minutes. And uh, that, was, that was back before we had straight internet access here in the room. And so the quality wasn't really good on our, our videos. So yeah, because we were trying to see uh, how many people would do, would do the competitions with us. And I don't think we ever got any answers from anybody. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. People had fun in it. <laughs> it was it was fun. Seemed like you and uh, Fresno would be a a good a good tap out marathon there. Who <laughs> <laughs> can handle trimming the longest there and shit? I could go for a while, put a 24-hour cap on it, see which one of you guys tap out on trimming first. <laughs> I'm going to call when I go to bed. <laughs> but yeah, we're getting down to the end of it. It's not too bad. I'm surprised. I thought we were about ready to lose my mind because things stalled so so badly. I mean, with help and everything, because everything started, you know, the COVID and all that. People couldn't travel. And, yeah. All of a sudden, here we are without any help at all. Yeah. yeah. And George just sticking around. Think, awesome. Is it just me, but I think I'm more critical on a dry trim. I think that's why I don't like it. Except, yeah. you know, I, yeah, it, when you wet trim, man, it recedes in, off. man. Yeah. You can get it close and it kind of sucks in there, but when, when it's dry like that, you know yeah. it's done. That's it. Final product, man. And not to mention, you you can lose a lot off of the mud from doing the dry trim. Yeah, I mean, if you had look, hold it up here and look, you know, when it's really dry, yeah, you, you can see crystals fall. So just you see them in the light like frost. You guys don't utilize like a trim bin. On the bigger hardware stuff, yeah, we got that, that barrel trimmer. Uh, we don't have a bin, but it just spins around. We run it for two minutes or a minute and a half, and 
You shaved everything off the outside pretty nice. It looks like that mostly. But small stuff like this doesn't work. So, you know, this this nugget might, but this here be okay. I found that too, just taking the top off and using big buds, using your hands worked work great. <laughs> just don't get too close to the grate. <laughs> so. Well, the trim bends is basically you trim it into it and it catches your trim and all that. It's got like a well, yeah, screen yeah, got a, underneath it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I got a and black just, yeah. got a screen and the duck catches down below. Yeah, that's a black thing I hold in my lap and drop every so often. <laughs> I like that. I, I'll take that, Keith. You know what I mean? I'd sneak the hash wherever I can get it. So, <laughs> I actually had a fucking tray that I made for the longest time. Cause uh I well I'm I'm using it for a plant holding my plants in right now, but I got a big version of it full of fucking shit up there. But uh I made two screens to fit these Gordon's uh Gordon's Foods, uh, their trays, serving cooking trays. They're uh, aluminum. They're good size. The ones, let's see here, about 14 by like 22. And I'm, I made a wood screen to go around that. And I actually took uh, like regular window screen, the metal window screen. And that's what I'd roll all my joints on is was that. So all the fucking... All the crystals and shit as I was chopping up them buds would go right through there. And I'd just fucking, oh, every so often, I'd just take that tray and fucking press that into a temple ball or whatever. But, man, mm, good hash for sure. Nice, nice joint material right there, too. And 75 people watching. I was cool. going to plug it earlier, but I guess it's a good time better than that. And you guys don't forget to check out Mendo Dope tomorrow. That's going to be a good one. And I'm actually looking, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Gonna hang out with them guys. Cool. I've seen some of their videos. Yeah, they're good guys. They, well, their music's good. They're actually super good growers, too. So yeah. we're going to be talking grow and music. So that's going to be pretty cool. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I actually got another one. I'm not, not, I found, I got confirmation yesterday. And I'm fucking going to talk to him tomorrow a little bit more about uh, next week. But I, I'm not going to announce it until, like, next week. I've got somebody that I'm, like, super stoked. All I'm going to say is, I'm looking here, is, uh, is they put on a good-sized cup on the West Coast. So that's all the hints I'm giving. But they'll be here next week. On the yeah. tip of my tongue. I, think, I think I've seen a couple things about that. I haven't posted nothing yet. This is the but if you know who it is, keep it on your tip of your tongue. So I don't want to announce it yet. I don't want to announce it yet. I'm gonna keep teasing it along. 
But when you guys hear it, you're going to be like, no shit. No <laughs> shit. You said he was going to do that. <laughs> so it's going to be a good one. It's going to be good. Can't wait. Even I was like, no shit. <laughs> I was fucking stoked when I got the 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 DM back there. So it's gonna be a good one. It's not Kevin Jodry, I'll give you that. Kevin's been on. Needs to come back on, but it's not him. It's not Kevin Jodry. So how many uh did you guys run a perpetual over there? <laughs> no, it's a medical. Uh, or are you... medical medical. Yeah. Well well yeah, we're all medical basically, but perpetual, I mean, are you like pulling it down like in a steady steady harvest? Is it like you're growing one up and harvesting, or is it like every month over here I'm pulling down like a tent? Playing whack-a-mole over here. One, one's up, one's down. One up, one down, one up. <laughs> yeah, when you're indoors, you can do that. But outdoors, yeah, we just try to figure which plant is more at the time to go with that. And then the others just follow suit. You just got to watch your plants every day. So try to stress that. I mean, watching the hairs and stuff and watching the, the buds jiggle. If they're jiggling, they're still kind of light. It's when they start to sway. That's when they gain weight. Because they look like they've done nothing for like three days. But all of a sudden they start to do this and instead of going, 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 they get, they get this going. So and that's what you're waiting for. That's patience. <laughs> yeah. Like in the summertime, I might have to hold off in here unless I get like a air conditioner or something. I don't know. Yeah. It got really <laughs> hot in your life. Last, yeah, last summer it got. Like up to 110, I think, here in the room. It killed plants. <laughs> yeah, we ended up frying some plants. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. It sucks, man. Well, it isn't the an end game, but, you know, it does kind of suck a little bit when you hurt some plants. Okay. Was it like sunburn or was it like a nutrient burn? There's a difference there. Just a burn, yeah. Like a like solar it, burn, yeah. Like heat stress. Yeah. They're getting close in chat. I'm, I'll tell you guys right now. I'm not going to tell you which one of you guys got it, but one of you guys definitely got called it out. So that's up to you guys to figure out. <laughs> And the guy did bounce super fast last week. I don't want I'm not expecting Mendo. Mendo had agreed to like a full spotlight. So I don't think Mendo is going to be like a half hour bounce. And the guy, man, that I, I didn't hear the alarm, but I think there was an alarm. He, he said he'd give me 30 minutes, and he it was like right on the nose. I was watching the clock too. It's like thirty minutes came up, and he was like, "I'm all trying to get the sound bite and shit." He's like, "All right, gotta go, pop, <laughs> zoom out." <laughs> I was like, "Shit, he's gone." <laughs> all right. 
<laughs> must have had him pay some more. <laughs> no, he's business. It was all business. It was all business. I, I thought about that, man. After after the fact, too, man, I was like, man. No, I, that felt, I, I don't like, I don't know the, the the Hollywood cannabis is much different than the cannabis community. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. And I was like, man, that felt I, I, too much like work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, you should, it, like, go slow. <laughs> you always trust that patience thing. Well, that's that's, yeah, that's the thing, what, brother, man. I yeah. I thought I had him. Like, mid-interview there, you know, we had a good conversation going, and, you know, I as we were getting close there, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got him in a, like, comfortable zone. He's going to go over. And, man, uh-huh. no, he no, didn't <laughs> not even, didn't even work. But it was a good time, though. Good time, nonetheless. <laughs> Jack cracks me up, man. Jack cracks me up. So, uh, do you guys use anything for uh, what's your IPM methods? Do you uh, indoor, outdoor, either way? Yeah. Yeah. Right now, it's kind of the wrong kind of hours to be outside. I mean, down pretty low to uh, 11 and a half. We got a, <coughs> we could do a couple of auto flowers and put them out now for outdoors. That'd work okay. But uh, no, we're going to do for indoors to go outdoors. And a lot of people just, they have both setups so they can do one, yeah. in, you know, one or two in the winter and then go all summer. That, that, that's the reason I do like an indoor garden because you can grow all year round. Uh, yeah. Because around here you can't grow outside in the winter. So. Uh, no, and being you know not being too greedy and being okay with with going things at a pace that you set even with your plants and stuff um, will help will will help you out a lot better because you're. I mean, you're basically God, so you can run it to your hours, literally. So, nah. <laughs> gonna start in the morning. No, I don't think so. No. What time is it? Eleven. Eleven. Really? I am well, past my bedtime. <laughs> we might have to call it for the evening, Eagle. You got some nice plans going no back worries. there. Oh, thank you, my friend. I try. I try. Well, I appreciate you guys popping on for sure, man. And again, I'm sorry for the mix-up last week, you know. Uh, Every so often, the time zone thing does come popping up, man. I was was on. (laughs) He was on the wrong side of it, yeah. It happens, man. It happens, man. I'm just glad we were able to get a second chance doing this, man, for sure. You guys, uh, please keep the, the invitation handy. That uh, The Zoom number is the same. 
So anytime you see like a rabbit hole where it's rabbit hole in the title, that's pretty much an open invitation for any of the past guests to come on. So anytime you see a show that says rabbit hole and you want to come hang out, fucking talk shit with us, talk about whatever we're talking about, or just hang out and smoke, you know, just be hanging out. It's all good, man. You have the invitation. Please take us up. You know, it's always good to have, you know, a rolling panel that keeps conversation fresh and, you know, point of view fresh. So it's, uh, please take me up on that. If you get bored or want to hang out, it's always, you know, it's always, I think some people wait for the invitation, you know what I mean? It's it's an open invitation, you know what I mean? So it's like whenever you feel like it, though. That, that was some people I'm like on your link was was if it was the same link. It is. Right. It is and will be always the same one. So please hang come hang out some nights when you guys get bored or whatever. That'd be cool. And the other thing I'd like to get from you guys before we go is uh the sound bite. If you guys know what the sound bite is, even though I haven't uh, I've been I've been behind. <laughs> you guys know? Nope, what is it? You know what's it's basically like the old school like radio uh station identification kind of thing back when the artist would come on and be like, Hey, you're listening to one oh five point one fucking you know. So basically what I'm looking for in my words, not yours, is, hey, this is Father and Son Trimming Tutorials, and we're on fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 290. You can add to whatever you want. Come check us out on our channel on Friday nights, whatever. This is basically your commercial for this show and your chance to plug anything you want to plug. Go ahead, man. I am ready recording anytime you guys are ready. All right, we thank you. All right, so we are Father and Son's training tutorials. Uh, we want to thank everybody for watching. And <laughs> swing on over to our channel, and we are live with fucking talking shit with Eagle Gardens. Really have. I've been lost my way several times. <laughs> but we've had fun. It's been informational. <laughs> uh, we do our own show Friday night from 8 to 9. Pacific Standard Time, that's right. <laughs> that doesn't do <laughs> I was waiting for it, too. I was going to throw that in. Good looking out, my friend. Good looking out. Well, thank you guys again. Thank you very much for hanging out. It's been a fun hanging out with you guys, talking. Hopefully, these guys will follow you over and subscribe to your channel Come check out some of your trimming videos and see what you guys got going on over there. Are you guys on Instagram under the same handle? Uh, we're under, uh, I believe it's uh, Fast on Instagram and we're on Reddit as well. And uh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, guys. And uh, so that does uh, wrap up this episode, this portion of the night, this episode. 
for you guys that uh, want to come hang out in the rabbit hole, we'll be firing that up in just a few minutes. Happy two two two. I always yeah. check out the angel numbers there, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah. So give me a few minutes. We'll be firing up the rabbit hole. But if you guys don't want to jump on for that, thank you for uh, watching this portion of the the evening, this part of the show. I've had a fun time hanging out with these guys, and uh, you, I know you did too. And doing something in your garden makes people wonder. <laughs> yes. You guys, 